podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash realchronicles. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a live, very special live edition of Real Chronicles brought to you by realtalkinc.com. I am your host, David. I am joined with the usual crew. No one that wants to say hi. Uh, Sorry, I didn't want to. Hi, guys. (laughs) It's Jen. Hi, guys. And then joining us today is Ryan from Spinrag. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Good, good, good. Um, Ryan threatened me to be on today because... If we were going to talk about Marvel and DC and he wasn't on, he was literally going <laughs> to kick my ass. So I said, Cry. all right, you can come on today. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it went. He, he even bought a mic for this. He was like, I'm ready for this shit. He has fucking notes. He has a PowerPoint, he has a PowerPoint presentation on his, on his TV. He's ready to go. So for anyone uh, living under a rock... Uh, this week is very big for DC with the release of Justice League, so we're going to talk about that first, and we're also going to talk about the entire DC versus Marvel. Um, I think it's unfair to just do DC I think it's unfair to do DC EU versus versus MCU because that would be a very short conversation. So I said, let's just open this up to the entire DC Marvel universe from hell the fifties all the way to two thousand seventeen. So. I, I hope you guys did your homework because there's a lot to cover. You mean we're not doing the top ten Thanksgiving movies? I had a whole list and everything. I was prepared for that. Damn it! And I don't think I don't think we can talk about Charlie Brown Thanksgiving or how does it, how does it go? Is it is it a Thanksgiving Charlie Brown? How does it? I, is it I, Thanksgiving I, I, Charlie Brown or is it Charlie Brown Thanksgiving bed? Her mom is huge into Charlie Brown. That's why I'm I, asking I her. <laughs> Jen, what's the th- the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special called? <laughs> It is a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. It is a Charlie. Okay, it is a Charlie. Thanks, Casey. It, it's the most obvious. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we can. Lou, Lou is about to is setting up his mic, so he can chime in once he sets up. So, um, everyone here saw Justice League. Uh, yes. One one hates it. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> hate it, and it's not me, especially since I've been ripping this shit to pieces for the last. <laughs> eight months um right now it is currently at a 40 percent on ryan tomatoes the, the um, with an 86 audience score so there is a divide as opposed to where uh batman v superman and suicide squad dropped it was more 20 it was kind of closer together as in it was about 30 percent and i think 50 to 60 percent on the audience score so there's a big divide on this one uh, cinema score is currently at a B plus, with G uh, with G ma- making sure he let everyone know that that's terrible for a uh, comic book film. I said not. I didn't say terrible. I said not good. <laughs> what up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Um, hey, man. Hey. Oh, look, John Rules on. Wow. <laughs> jokes off early, huh? This gonna be one of them UPN broadcasts. Yo, G. <laughs> Gee, how was uh getting accused of listening to rap music? <laughs> you sounded really appalled. <laughs> what they didn't know is that G was like talking about UPN nine shows, and that's why he they assumed he listened nope. to rap. G was not talking about UPN nine shows. That was you. Let's not, let's not brush over that. <laughs> yeah, your racial undertones when you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, that was UPN hysterical. 
How's everybody? <laughs> Everyone's good. good. I'll speak on good. behalf of everybody. Everyone's good. <laughs> Ryan has a PowerPoint presentation ready for the, our, our debate today. Uh, I, w- I wish I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you gotta like when we get into this debate, you really gotta like go point by point with us, so you know we know what we're, we know what you're looking at. Not so, a damn PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we can we can start off right away with Justice League. This will be spoiler filled. If you didn't see it, you know, fast Good forward. Luck. Good luck, because we're gonna get into detailed. Oh damn, you guys are gonna be spoiled. You didn't see it? No. You didn't see it? Yeah, one job. I, first Watch. of all, I've been saying this for months that I'm not gonna see it the first weekend. Oh my Lanta. Oh well, sorry, Lou. You guys should have known this. All right, so you're not. It's okay. Nah. <laughs> We'll start with Ryan. Ryan, did you like it? Did you hate it? Did you? What do you think? I, I enjoyed it. Uh, warts and all, I thought it was this. You know, it was better than I expected. Toward like, you know, when it first announced, I'm like, oh no, it's gonna be great, gonna be great. But I, la- this time last week, I'm like, please, I went in like, please don't suck, please don't suck, please don't suck. And in my eyes, it didn't suck. It wasn't great. It wasn't what it should have been. There were a lot of problems. There were, you know, some. The CGI, especially at the end, was just horrible. But um, as I said to Casey, I'm like, what do you expect from a movie that was done two weeks ago? <laughs> but um, I enjoyed it. There were things I thought I wasn't going to enjoy that I enjoyed. Um, and without going too far into it, my, I will say my favorite part was the very, very, very post last post credit scene. That made me jump out of my seat. <laughs> I dug that as well, but we'll, we'll reveal it a little later. Yeah. We'll wait. Yeah. We'll we'll leave guys for last because I think he's on a, on a boat alone on this one. Yeah, I guess I am. I Jen, what do you think? We just have a we have a few listeners that have just joined us. Welcome, welcome. So What's up, everybody? Yeah, yeah, that's in time for them to hear that it's up. No, it doesn't. No. Um, well, I went into it with very low expectations. I didn't have anything like super, super high for it. So um, actually, I thought I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought it would. Be- just because like you hear all these rumors and then they're cutting here and all the editing and all the changes with Snyder and Whedon. And so you're like, what is this going to look like? Um, I definitely think there were some issues with where they cut certain scenes and whatnot. But um for the most part, like I thought, overall the story wasn't bad. I think the villain was a little cheesy. A little, but a little. I can't. I can't say. I can't speak to like his comic book origin, and I'm sure there were things that they left out that maybe would have been cooler to see on screen for him. Um, I think as as a whole, you know, they had to come together to save the world, so they needed a kind of villain that was in that like apoc- make that wanted to make that apocalyptic um, horror and whatnot um i don't think you really needed the family that was trying to escape like those yeah we'll talk about we'll talk about Um, that a little later all the bad and good but overall all right overall i give it i give it a two five two five reels um i would have liked to have seen my girl more but i guess it's an ensemble she was was like the co-leader yeah, it's you know, like her and Batman were like ninety percent of the movie. What do you want her into? Yeah, but after Wonder Woman, it's like you want the whole movie about her. No. Let's be real here. Um, so I'm not shocked she said liked... that. <laughs> and actually, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more Flash because I did end up liking him a lot more than I thought. I think uh, Ezra Miller got 
too much slack in the tra- because of the trailers, but he was he was really good. He was a delight. All right. So um, so I I personally have been saying for months that this was going to be a giant train wreck, and um, verdict. What was it? So I went in with as low. I went in with. I went in with the expectation of Jen's feelings towards mother as low as possible. Did you have low expectations? Or did, oh, no, I'm talking, I'm talking about how she felt about mother. That's as, yeah, that's okay. as little of expectation that I had for this movie. Uh, no, Jen, Jen was from anyone that would listen to not see mother. It's funny. Every <laughs> yeah, time, like, we, post, we posted a, a poll this week on, on Instagram and Facebook about, like, what's one movie you went in with, like, certain expectations that you were like disappointed jen didn't waste time she's like mother mm, and she like posted right the comment like five times to make sure everyone knew she hated mother and i will <laughs> shit on it because it is a clusterfuck of a film so like in terms of what's wrong there's lots there's a lot wrong here okay like there's mm-hmm. a lot of tonal issues and we'll get into like more specifics in a little bit um but i should be expected with like the way it was you know the process of it you it, it it's I was entertained. It wasn't great, but I was entertained. I I thought the chemistry between all of them, despite the lack of development for some of the the members of the Justice League, I thought the the, uh, the chemistry between all of them was solid. I right. I enjoyed that as well. I was, that was actually one of my main concerns. Yeah, I thought it was good. I think they all played their part right. Um, uh, Ezra Miller, I like him as an actor, so I was. But everyone here loves Grant Gustin, so it's one of those like, mm-hmm. oh, we're you know, what do we expect? It's a different Barry Allen, so I'm he's still not better than Grant Gustin, and I don't think anyone no. here is gonna say that he is. But he was still entertaining. He was funny. The movie had had some laughs. A weak sauce villain, but you know, what do you you know what else can you expect from that? Um, there's some things about Batman I didn't like, and you know I'm big 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 batman fan so it's one of those like say. <laughs> yeah i know it's one of those you know it's hard to shit on batman but like there's some stuff i didn't like about it uh but overall i was entertained i was pleasantly surprised the the after credit scenes even though i liked the first one i think it's it's like i guess it's that question for all comic book fans who would win in a race first mm-hmm. we're gonna go into spoiler territory right now so the first post credit scene is Bat- uh, Superman and Flash. They're they're gonna race. That's not gonna be the whole movie. Is it? What's funny about? It's not gonna be a whole movie. Is that hilarious? No, you never know with DC. Imagine it's like a two. It's like a two hour you race. You never know with DC. Um, <laughs> but now we get to the person who hated it. What do you think, G? But real quick, just going real quick, not to cut you off. It's really funny because I just started watching Justice League Action and. Saturday was a newer episode, and they did an episode based off of a Flash and Superman race. So I go, okay, I'm like, that's too funny. I thought it was a fun little fact. Sorry. Well, I think they raced a lot in the comics, right? Wasn't that some like? A, yeah, that's like that's like a running a thing time. in the comics, and then any time they're together, you've always seen the race. Like they did it in the Superman anime series. I think they've done it in a couple comics. Like I said, they did it in Just League Action. But I just right. found that really funny, like really well put together on DCN if they meant to do it right after Justice League or if that was just random. I, I can I don't know if you guys agree. I think that um that scene was a Whedon scene. I don't think that was a oh, Snyder yeah. scene whatsoever. Oh yeah, no, definitely, because that was just too much fun. <laughs> All right, G, you've been waiting in the wings. Go ahead, rip this movie to pieces. I feel like I have to wait to get more specific. <laughs> uh 
I don't know, like the, the things that you guys are pointing out, like like oh, like there were issues with tone and like I didn't like the villain and like you guys are giving it a lot of slack too, but then being like oh, but it's still like an okay movie. Like I couldn't accept the things that it was doing wrong, and they say it was a good movie. Like I wasn't as entertained. I guess I, I guess you guys were, and and uh, as uh, at, like. Uh, aside from like a few isolated moments which I thought were okay or like certain performances that I thought were okay it wasn't enough for me to call that a good movie like there was well, script I, I, I don't think like I don't I don't know I'm not going to speak for Ryan or Jen but I don't think it was a very good movie I think it was it was entertaining it, and I think they're they're trying to it was a course correction film I think in terms of tone where the film left off in tone and I, I mean I think we're gonna see what the what the eventual future is with it. I I really don't think, especially with the movie not making a lot of money. This I don't know. I think this might be it for the DCEU. I think this might be. Well, they have. I mean, they have individual films coming still. So I mean, like it's. Well, in terms of, I mean, but they did say it all dependent on how this movie does in terms box office wise. Well, I mean, you're still getting Aquaman. That's happening no matter what, and then oh, uh, you're well, still getting that. I don't know about Flash and all that now, but I don't know. All right. So G hated it. Now we can get into specifics because I know G needs to get into specifics as to what he didn't like. All right. So what did you like, G? Uh, I thought Ezra Miller was good. I prefer Grant Gustin, though. I mean, but that's just like I told you off the line. That's more of a I've watched someone play that character for four seasons and I'm used to him doing it. So I, I, that's just more of a personal preference rather than like one person was, you know, is better than the other. So I, I thought Ezra Miller was fine. I actually liked Jason Momoa. I thought he was fine too. As Aquaman. Um, I liked our girl Wonder Woman. Yay! Uh, what else did I like? <laughs> he was like, that's it. I'm done. Uh, yeah, I mean, I liked some of the character stuff, the character interactions, and every, but uh Actually, I might be done. I actually have more to say about what I didn't like. Okay. Um, personally, for me, I uh, I thought Wonder Woman was great. I thought their chemistry between all of them was great. Um, I would, I guess, my pleasant surprise being Flash that I enjoyed him as much as I did. Um, I, and you know, I always complain about color. It's good to see a Superman suit that's blue. I don't it know if you really guys. Blue. I don't oh, know if you noticed. I mean, everybody knew he was gonna be alive. Oh my god! Like I saw when he came, you know, when he came back. No, I'm talking about when super, just Superman suit in general. When he came, when he came back, and you know, you saw him in the suit. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking nice and blue, the it's way it should blue. be. It's like royal blue, and uh, I'm like, oh, that's nice. Blue or navy. So I, I, I thought that was a welcome sight. Um, let me see what else. Oh, I do love seeing Batman. Wonder Woman was great. What? No, I'm not struggling. Hush. Uh, Wonder Woman was great as usual. I mean, I think out of all the the the, uh, the members of Justice League, I think Gal Gadot was just so ahead of everybody in that in their oh, yeah, specific she, role. I, I think she's she like miles her. ahead. Yeah. Jen's like smiling. She's like, yeah. Girl crush. <laughs> yeah, some of us have loved her since she played Giselle in the Fast and Furious. <laughs> no, you, you didn't give a shit about her. Fucking I like Giselle. I'm the only one yeah, that cared when the character appeared. Dude, no one in the movie even cared that she died. They're like, by the way, that was fucked up. 
They're like, by I the way, yo, they, they hit it with a by the way, like, yo, where's Gisela? Like, by the way, she dead. Mia yeah. cared. Like, oh, what happened to Giselle? Like, thanks, Mia. I'm glad you cared. See, so no one cared about her in there. No, Mia was like, why am I even a girl here? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, wasn't there someone at the beginning of this movie? Yeah, right? There's another girl here, I'm sure. But uh, on top of that, like I, I think she's just so ahead of the game. Uh, Aquaman for he wasn't used as much as I expected, but I thought he was Jason Momoa was solid. And it's funny because I've never seen anything else Jason Momoa has done outside of Game of Thrones. Okay. So the fact that I enjoyed him as much, I was like, okay, that was a pleasant surprise. By the way, uh, is, is Aquaman like supposed like I don't want to call his character Broy, but does he act like that in the comic book? I don't know enough. Ryan, you're like our comic book um, reader here. I- I haven't read enough with him in it to know. I know, like, you know, ever since Injustice, the video game came out, they done, it's almost like in mainstream, at least they've redone his character from the, you know, green tights and orange shirt. And now we get that because, like, he made, they, Injustice made him more badass. I'm not sure about what he was like before New 52 in the comics. New 52, he was a little bit more... I don't think as Broy, he was more regal, but you know, badass regal because you know, King of Atlantis. But um, yeah, I'm Broy. I'm not sure, but I actually dug. It. I usually hate Broy characters, but Aquaman, as I you know, is my favorite new character. I just like the shit he said and like just again, it was in the trailer, and I loved it in the trailer, and I loved to hear um, him surfing down on the Parademon was just so badass. <laughs> Would you look by the way, by the way, the few girls that were, <laughs> the few girls that were in our theater uh, when he took off his shirt, I, that's how I knew how many girls were in our theater. Like he took off deep in the water. Hello. I know, and there were a few girls that were just like, ow! And I was like, that, that, well, there's five girls here. You sure it wasn't, <laughs> you? You sure it wasn't you, G? <laughs> oh, G it was not me. G hit a big gulp at that moment. <laughs> I actually would be interested to, I don't know, I mean, and I, we'll delve into it when we get the Aquaman movie, but I was interested to know a little bit more, and I wanted to see that beef he has with Mira. Uh, you know, obviously that's his ex-wife. Or whatnot. I have no interest. But I wanted I, to see a little bit more about that. As much as I enjoyed them together, I have no interest in an Aquaman movie. And I have no interest in a Cyborg movie. Um, Cyborg I, movie doesn't I just not. felt really sad for Cyborg. Like, I was just really upset, genuinely. Like, yeah, I man. was like, this poor dude, man. His father, like, really... That's the second time over. he's fucked with, with, fucked with the world. First Cyberdyne oh, system. Yeah, Joe Morton. Yeah. He's yeah. just fucking up the world. First Cyberdyne system and Skynet. Okay. Terminator 2. And don't even start on what he's done on Scandal because he's done a lot. Just funny because <laughs> yeah, I, I was telling Jen, I told Jen when we were watching, I'm like, damn, this is the second time this guy's fucked up the world. Yep. And she's like, he's done other things too, babe. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, just, I just felt really bad for him because, I mean, it wasn't even like he's got like one like, cyber connect arm or whatever. And like, you know, but his whole damn body, like all he's got is his face. I don't know. It was I felt half a face. Half a that toast comment though had me cracking up. Steppenwolf just pulled him apart like Laffy Taffy or whatever. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> Ten, what did you like? Well, I mean, he quickly put himself back together. I know, but I was a little worried because then I'm like, oh my god, what are they gonna do with him? Like, just carrying him around in pieces? <laughs> He's gonna be he's gonna be like three PO in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, Someone's gonna carry him. I was like, how's this gonna work? But then yeah, like he connected himself and whatnot. Um so what did I like? Wonder Woman. She's like, I'm Bailey. done. That's it. Wonder Woman. That's it. Um so you guys barely liked I, it yourself. Jesus. I actually really liked Ben's suit. 
his bat suit. I don't know why. I guess I like this suit much better than the one in B versus S. It's the same S. suit. Is it exactly it's the, the same? exact same suit until the end. Well, the colorization looks much nicer. Well, it's because it a brighter looks, movie. Well, yes. Yeah, so here's the thing. Like you could see more of the def- like the definition in his cowl. I like the way like it molded with like his neck, his like little eye sockets. It didn't look like weird. It looked all like one nice cohesive piece. Um, he was like jacked. At least in the suit, he looked like super so jacked. So was Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was not. Okay, Jack. Michael Keaton was not Ben Affleck Jack. <laughs> Did you see his? And he was cut. I don't know. Not Ben Affleck. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. So I really like the suit. Um, obviously, all the gadgets and the little quips. Like, you know, he's like, what's your superpower? And he's like, I'm rich. Ha, 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 ha. And like. <laughs> oh, and I also like. Sorry to cut you off, Jen. I also yeah. like Superman. And I usually hate Superman. I, I like them in this film. He has a lot of chest hair. Probably too much. What? That was from the first one. Yeah, but. You know, Henry, you could do something about that. Yes, he used that uh, laser vision to cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> and, then okay, the, and then the and then the end credit scenes was solid. I was I was telling Jen, uh, Lex Luthor is in the final credit scene. Okay. And he was better in that one scene that he was in an entire B versus us. Oh hell yeah, that was just because that was more. I hate to be that guy, but that was like the most Lex scene. Like where he was. Sorry, Dolce's dying. God damn it, Dolce. <laughs> Stop dying. Stop um, dying, Dolce. She's um, like, she's like, I'm with G here. I could not stand Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> right now in the background is BVS. By the but, way, um, G, uh, sorry to cut you off, right? B, uh, G, when you watched your B versus S, was it uh, 4K or was it just a regular Blu-ray? So I have the 4K version of, of B versus S. And even in 4K, in the most vivid uh, scheme, the movie is still dark as shit. I can't see shit sometimes. It's funny because yeah, I'm actually like, it's on it's HBO like, right now. It's in my background. I mean, you, yeah, you, I mean, you saw, you, I think you read that I complained about it being murky and dark for the sake of being murky and dark. That was my issue with Batman versus Superman. So, I mean, you can make a dark movie and have it have style. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Nolan's Nolan's uh, the Nolan verse wasn't all happy go lucky. It was a dark tone too, and it still had some color scheme to it. Um, now I guess we can talk about what I we didn't like. I'm gonna kick this off because I, if I offend anyone, I apologize. But no, you don't. No, I don't. I I really hate comic book marks. I think they are a like just the worst person to speak about comic book films. And they really have a hard time differentiating from a comic book film to the actual comic book. I mean, it's two different. Mm-hmm. It's two different, you know, genres. If they tweak stuff, you know, so fucking deal with it. Don't watch the fucking movie. Like I am a part of this um, this Facebook group that's just uh, based for the DCEU, and everyone on there is like shitting on critics and shitting on. Oh, this movie's the greatest thing ever, and this and that and i'm just like dude like one it's not the greatest thing ever and but i'm also on against g on i don't think it's the biggest piece of shit ever but it's just like they're so like fickle and they're so like they feel like they're so entitled to have it It has to be their way or the you know or no i'm gonna bitch about it on social media but that's all i'm gonna do so like they piss me the fuck off and uh no offense one of g's boys was like commenting on uh on the status and it's just like the epitome of a comic book, Mark. I don't know, G, if you want to talk about that a little bit. 
Uh, well, the thing is, is that this particular person, like, grew up on comic books. Like, he's liked him since he was a kid. So, did, and so he's, have I, dude. He's more of a DC fan than a Marvel fan. Well, he, like, he likes both. But he's the kind of person, like, when any comic book movie would come out, if it strayed, like, even a little bit from, like, the source material, he just couldn't stand it. He's a like, so he, so he doesn't like... Actually, he didn't mention this, but he does not like the Nolan Batman movies at all. <laughs> wow. Oh, like, and what, no taste to back to go with it. Like, whatsoever. He was like, he like, will kind of acknowledge that they're good movies on their own, but not good Batman movies. Just because they're so different. I don't know. I, I mean, like, I've tried to, like, argue with them as, like, uh, it's a chore because it's, there's no convincing him otherwise that, like, he's right and you're because, you know, he's a fan. So, uh, but yeah, like I told you offline, like, you know, like with X-Men, like when that movie came out, he was upset that they weren't in their costumes from the comic books. So even though I was like, that would look ridiculous on screen. Uh, but he didn't care. Like, he didn't like that. You know, it's like any little thing that they changed, like he just... So he must can't. love Watchmen then, because Watchmen outside of the end is pretty much page to screen. Yes, he does like Watchmen, actually. Yeah, I, I figured that. Because outside of the end, it's pretty much the same, you know, they follow the same format. I mean, I understand that in a sense. Like, if you read a really good book, and then you know it's going to be adapted for the screen, obviously you know they might not be able to fill every single thing. And, of course, when you're reading a book, you can use your own imagination. But I think if they if they follow the book closely enough then you come out of that movie and you're satisfied you're like they did the book justice like perks of being a wallflower follows the book really well i think it follows the book so well because the actual author wrote the screenplay and directed it now you're not always going to get that but there are other times where some books are adapted really well and then there are other times where books are not adapted as well hence 50 shades of gray so, well, that wasn't a good book, period. No, it's not a good book <laughs> in certain things, but the storyline, like, the things, you know, that's fine. But I think, of course, like, when you're adapting something to the big screen, it makes a difference on how. And it's also who and their directive choice and, like, you know, what they want to do. So it does make a difference. But, right, like, I go into certain movies being like, okay, this isn't going to be like the book. But, so I have to, like, expect that. But then some things I'm like, I really want it to be like the book. Like, Gone Girl. So Gone Girl followed the book pretty much to a T, and I was actually surprised that it followed it so well. And you it has a good, and, and it has a great director. So there so. you go. But that's why you need someone that's going to be able to take that source material and G's do probably well like, with it. G's probably well, like, if no. you weren't going to say it, I was going to talk about Fincher. So but go I also ahead. think comic books are I hard was. because there, there is, it's like history. There's such deep history and years of material to go through. So it's like you have to make sure that you want to tell the right story. But here's the here's so here's, in, here's, here's the term is that like some like certain things that are work on the page of a comic book just won't work as a film. Like especially like I mean when you're adapting this stuff too, like you're not just adapting it for comic book fans. Like I I, I mean of course they like you want to please them, but you also have to sell it to people who may not be comic book fans, but they're interested in, in the films. Exactly. And not so even you, that, like, yeah. Ryan, like, you read more than than your share. You read different types of uh, 
universes. Like comic books are known to restart their universe and have like multiverses oh, yeah. and all this shit. But now when a film has their version of it, comic book loyalists are gonna or purists are gonna be like, nah, this isn't my Batman. This isn't <laughs> my Superman. Like, dude, it's just another version of it. The same way that comic books have so many different versions of these characters, you know, like I, I just don't get it. I've never understood it. I mean, look at even cinematically, Batman's changed. Sorry to cut you off. Batman has changed so much throughout the years. We went from campy to some, you know, to broody to, you know, giving up after a couple of years to feeling bad about every decision he makes. No, it's true. Pretty like, much. there's different versions of it. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, I, it's irked me. And I, I try not to, like, get into arguments with them because it just feels like it's, it's not a, it's a lose lose situation. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna get pissed off and they're not gonna see my you know they're not even gonna like try to understand my point of view so i don't even bother but yeah. something else you know other, going back to justice league uh tonal issues was a big problem for me you start the movie starts like it's pretty much a sequel to b versus s was just a downer and it's just so the the tone state remained the same from batman v superman and then we, that home video was a little random i don't know if you guys are oh, with, with, with the adorable kid voices yeah, so and uh Henry Cavill's yeah. like chipmunk lip. Chipmunk <laughs> Because he had to CGI his mustache that he's growing for our Mission Impossible Six. So oh. when they did reshoots, they had to CGI out the mustache because he couldn't shave it. So it I'm looks like a that. chipmunk is laying on his lip. I don't see there's so I guess other people do see I didn't really pay attention to it's it. Not it's not as bad as I expected because early on in some reviews I read are like, oh, it's very blatant. I, mean, I noticed it really in the home video, but then later on the scenes when they're taking down uh, Steppenwolf, you could see it slightly, but it wasn't as bad. And then, you know, that's another problem, Steppenwolf. And me and Gaius got into uh, a little debate yesterday through text about this. I mean, it, I, it, I Step, Steppenwolf is awful. I don't, I don't, no one thinks he's good, right? I don't think anyone thinks he's good. No. Nah. I he would have like been a better villain. Him. He is, he is the epitome of like your token villain that's just there, and he doesn't feel like. Not once in the entire movie did I feel like a threat. Like okay. this guy was really gonna take down the Justice League. He's like the epitome of like Superman's gonna come back and he's gonna take him out and he's gonna help the Justice League win. And you know, you never really felt like there was any danger. And that was and a big that's, issue. That's the problem, though. That's a big problem. But Marvel, here's where we debated. Here's where we argued, G. Like, Marvel, until recently, their villains are starting all the way from Iron Man. Like, did you really take Jeff Bridges seriously? Jeff Bridges. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's the token villain for, like, both Marvel and DC. But, like, uh, however, I feel, if, I feel if, like... But I feel like DC gets it, you know, for right reasons. DCEU is not great because, it, you know, for other reasons. But, like, the fact that they're getting it worse because of the villain issue, when Marvel sometimes gets a pass for it, they mention it in passing. They're like, oh, yeah, the villain wasn't that great. But DC gets butchered for it because why? Because DC struggles with they the get, universe? I think, they get, I think they get butchered for it because so much else doesn't work. Like, if, if I could care about other things going on in those movies... Or like there, it can make up for it. Like so, yes. So something like Iron Man, yeah, Jeff Bridges was never a threat, but there's so much else in that movie, for example, that works that I can forgive the fact that like the villain's not that great. So like if everything else is kind of a mess, and then you have a central conflict that doesn't mean anything to me, then yeah, I'm going to point it out a lot more than I probably would in a very good Marvel movie. But I have to say this. 
Sorry, cut you off. I'd say this when it comes to pick uh, Stephen Wolf. What else are you going to start? With? Like, I mean, it's kind of like Avengers. Like, you know, yes, Loki was the main main villain, but, but Loki was the, good though. And Loki yeah, yeah, still but no, but like... the main villain. Oh yeah, I'm not going to say that. Like, I'm not going to deny that. But I'm saying like the Jatari, I think is the name. I'm sorry if I'm blanking on it. Um, like they were supposed to be the bigger threat. Like the, but while Loki was just the one controlling them and. Stephen Wolf is there, Atari, whatever. And who else would you choose? Because you don't want to do Dark Side right away because people get pissed. You don't want to do Brainiac because people get pissed. I thought until it was that end, end credit scene, I thought Dark Side was next and then do Brainiac. But apparently that's not the case if they if they continue with this current storyline, of course. But yeah, you don't want to do Brainiac first because that's too big of a villain to really do. That you don't want to do, blow your load on Dark Side right away. Although I'm surprised we didn't well, get that, like a little preview of that. They mentioned Dark. That's another issue I had. They mentioned Dark Side once, once the entire yeah, exactly. movie. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just once, and it's like in passing. I think it was in Themyscira, right? When he mentioned when he mentioned Dark Side. Um, I think yeah, he's like this is for Motherbox and th and this is for Dark Side, but and. Also, what they, there's also other character, new guys they could have at least come in, and so it would have been almost, you know, team up versus all the baddies. Like I can't remember their, like yeah, uh, the granny. You have I can't remember names right now. I apologize. You have the chick with the whips that we've seen in different incarnations. Like in, uh, I'll keep going back to it. Uh, Batman the anime, not Batman. I'm sorry, Superman the anime series. They had that trio of women. Uh, Big Martha, or not Martha. Uh, Sorry, I'm having blanks. <laughs> but, uh, no, but I get, I get what you, you mean. Bring out the PowerPoint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you gotta get, you gotta get that PowerPoint going, man. All right, yeah. no, no, my phone's back to now. But no, I see, I see what you mean. I mean, I, I think they could have gone in another direction, villain-wise. But I mean, you gotta, I guess you gotta start off with an easy peasy one for them. I don't know. I, I just didn't, didn't think anything of it. Now, uh, I love Batman, and I had a very, very. I was talking to a buddy of mine. Shout out to Chris Chen. Um, and Batman is never this trusting. I've never seen Batman as trusting as he was in this movie. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. like, like, he trusts everybody. He's like, sure, you can come see the Batcave. Sure, I'll tell you I'm, ba I'm Bruce Wayne. Let's go have dinner. Like, if it's Diana asking you. No, that's fine. <laughs> if he, he trusts that, Diana, that that's fine. Man. But, like, but by the way, the tension there is on point it, it, it. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, i didn't really okay everyone pointed that out in their reviews i read and i didn't really see it as much as everyone i mean i guess they were it hinted at God it, damn it you didn't like anything no i, <laughs> I liked her they had a little cute I moment I when she was I no just thinking, I like Baywatch, but I didn't Shout out to Lou on that. That's actually true. This is like the way we feel about Justice League is the way you we, you felt about that hot garbage Baywatch movie. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? They, there were different intentions behind that movie. Oh my god. There are is they Baywatch are better than Justice are. League. <laughs> you're gonna League say Baywatch is better than Justice League? No, you're not. I I I love you, G. You're yeah, the man. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm saying it right oh now. Oh my I, god! I, I, oh, I, Baywatch. I, what? Baywatch is I fucking awful, dude. This deserves a sound I, effect. I, I just I enjoy Baywatch more than I enjoy watching Justice League. Yeah. Oh yeah. my fucking god! You suck, uh, yeah, jackass. It is like hot take of the week. I, I hot take that's the, the hot take of the week. I cannot believe you just said Baywatch is better than Justice League. Yeah, I stand, I stand by my convictions. Sorry. He's like, he's like, I really love The Rock without a shirt on. No, no the you didn't know who he liked without a shirt on. I, 
the thing is, the I don't think Baywatch was setting out to be made to be anything great. I think with Justice League that they weren't trying to make a movie that was forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and they weren't trying to make something that was had a bunch of issues but was kind of entertaining. Oh, wait, they wanted to make I, a good movie. But here's where I cut you off. Isn't every like movie that's supposed to be that's made? Attempting to be a good movie, yeah. A lot no, of them there are, certain, there are certain movies that are that know that, that they are so no, bad that they're I'm gonna be. Sure Sharknado is not trying to be a good movie. <laughs> yeah, Sharknado is oh, not point. trying to be a good solid movie. Solid point, solid point. But I don't think like, I don't think The Rock, like, I don't think The Rock intended on Baywatch being as garbage as it was. He, he was yeah, even taking, he make, was even not trying to make Citizen Kane either. I mean, like, there's certain Justice League trying to make Citizen Kane. Well, Justice League is trying to be Avengers, it wants to be that good. It does not want to be a 40% on Ron Tomato. Oh, no, I agree with you. I agree with you on that, but I don't feel like that a movie's intention because it's not in a certain genre is any is like is any different in terms of like Baywatch. I look at the rock. He was taken back by all the, all the bad reviews that he had to go to Instagram and talk about how the crit, how the fans love it. I don't think he expected like that. And that then he, also it, he also pointed out how it did really well in Germany. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Too. <laughs> I mean, we all love the rock and then lose yeah. Lou, boy. Tyrese is still, you know, wow. <laughs> I, I, I'm it was, it was, it was uh... It was G's boys last nah, week. Nah, Lou's claiming him. Nah, I'm not claiming him. Nah, no, nah, well, Tyrese, Tyrese got a win this week. He can see his daughter, so yo, shout out to Tyrese. Yo, quick Tyrese <laughs> Shout out to Tyrese for being his own lawyer. <laughs> Wait, he's his own lawyer? <laughs> he said, fuck you, I'm being my own lawyer. Oh, but and he got, can't, because he, he, he can't afford it. Because he can't afford a lawyer. One. If he would shut down that fucking Benihana in his house, he could afford a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> is, he the, is he the one cooking and serving the food in that Benihana, or does he have employees? No, he I don't know, but I know, I know that he has a Benihana and a dry cleaners in his house. I don't understand why. How much do you think he pays those employees wow. in the Benihana? You think he'd get minimum wage? I would imagine. I mean, they serve one person every like they volunteer once work. a day at least. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's like at volunteer work. They just want to be in the presence of Tyrese and Baby Boy. Then <laughs> <laughs> bump what into Baby Boy. What more do you want from me? I'm be a to Beyonce's clip? Baby Boy. You like Baby Boy? Baby Boy, yeah. Oh my god. Well, by I'm Beyonce, that's a jam, dude. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, of like course you like jam. it. That's a jam. I mean, because you 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 haven't heard it in the right environment, David. <laughs> I need to go to your. There's no what? right environment. <laughs> what is the right yeah, environment, G? You, you <laughs> the go, lighthouse. You go, you, go, you go to clubs or parties where they play it, and then it makes girls gyrate, and that's what it's made for. Thank God. <laughs> is the lighthouse a good environment for that? No. No. Lighthouse. <laughs> first first time G takes Dave to a party, and the girls are gyrating. Dave's like, "What's happening?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go. It. I guess we can let we can finish or up. Rihanna, just Bef- put on Rihanna. There you go. I guess oh yeah, Rihanna's off, got uh, some fuck Rihanna, too. dude. <laughs> what, what a tangent we're going off. Rihanna on, gets the girls going. <laughs> all right, going back Rihanna to Rihanna like... had bangers for days. Man. All right, so all right, all right. <laughs> Are you serious, <laughs> rude boy? Oh. <laughs> sky, bro. All right, going back to Justice League. <laughs> let's get let's get, let's get this train back on the tr- on the right track. So, so I guess the, fi- the, the final the final verdict on this, I mean, it seems like it's, I don't know. I don't even think it's mixed anymore. I don't think anymore. this is going to be the end of the DCU, though. I think the reception was better than a lot of people expected, so I think they're going to now know what they do right. <laughs> no, Ryan, I think me and G have disagreed on this movie, but I think we're both going to, the fact it didn't make, it didn't, it didn't make over a hundred million dollars, Ryan, that's bad yeah I, I didn't even really know that really bad and then it's about and then it's about to drop 50 or more percent next weekend yeah i mean I, yeah that that's movie's not, not gonna make its budget back 
So that's, you know what's that's crazy? bad. What's crazy is that the bigger story this weekend is how well Wonder did. Wonder made $27 million. I didn't see that coming at all. Neither did I, and I want to see. You know what the thing is? I thought it's it was book. I thought it was limited release. That's why I didn't. You I know, too. I didn't. I barely saw trailers for it too. Like I, didn't I saw a trailer. See. It looks great, but I I didn't. Um, I didn't think that it was it was open wide. It's funny because we're gonna see more Murder on the Orient Express after a little later today. Yay. And when I was looking at the listing, it's the general theater by us. So I didn't. They don't get limited releases. And I saw Wonder, and I'm like, this shit fucking open wide. I did not know it open wide. And then. That Jacob Tremblay is gonna be a star. If he's not already, that kid is solid. Yeah. Like Leo. Also, oh, good, good for Owen Wilson, who hasn't been in a hit movie in a while. Everyone's afraid <laughs> to hire his nose. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know he broke that nose playing football in high school? Oh, he hasn't done anything to fix it with all that money. No. But it's like his thing, though. I mean, he's got rolls. What's your favorite Owen Wilson movie? Is it Wedding Crashers? Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. The Haunting. The haunting. No, the haunting. Did you say the haunting? Left field Jen over here. Wait, so wait that's the one with Catherine Zeta. Isn't he in Anaconda? Yeah, yeah. Wait, he's in Anaconda too? Yeah, he was. Anaconda is the You best. like Anaconda? I would no. say the yes. haunting. Oh my god. I like J Lo in Anaconda. Oh, I love that movie. Oh it's my god. Who likes Anaconda? Who else likes Grease 2? Well, no, Grease 2 is just like... (laughs) Yo, that's like a a wild card. (laughs) Dude, so... You got got J-Lo, you got Ice Cube, you got John Voight, uh, Owen Wilson, apparently, and then... Eric and then Eric Stoltz get like he swallows a bee or something weird. I don't know what happens. I forgot. Eric Stoltz had to make up for getting fired off Back to the Future. Yeah. And this is early J-Lo, too, before she became a singer, so she was still kind of good. Nah, she's hot garbage. She's been she's hot garbage. Oh, Selena, I know man, Selena. I know. Yeah, everyone loves fucking Selena sight. except me. Ryan doesn't like you. Ryan doesn't like no, Selena. You have no feelings like at all. Yeah, you hate, you hate Selena. You don't have a heart. Ryan, you hate Selena. I was like, he's like, I don't know. He's about to say, I don't know who Selena is. And the patron says that you hate Selena, which is like the worst. No, you can't hate Selena, Ryan. That's like, like no, no. I mean, I love the movie like everyone else, but I love Selena, like the singer. She's great. Uh, R.I.P. But it's funny. I have a Jen story for you guys on bad movies. So oh, yesterday, no. yesterday was uh, <laughs> it was Friendsgiving, and we all it was her and her friends at her house, and uh, we're uh, her friend is picking out movies to borrow, right? And then Jen shout go- out to Adrian. Jen goes on a fucking tangent about fucking another sequel, another bad sequel. Mm. Mannequin Two on the move. That's it's fantastic. <laughs> Mannequin on, G. on the move. Gee, I know you love G, bad movies, have you too. Seen it? I got approved at a meeting. Mannequin I do like that. I mean, there's you like Mannequin, movies, too? You're like my soul sister, G. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that there a compliment? Are, <laughs> it is there a compliment. Certain, no, there are certain movies that are so bad, they're good. They're good, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I they're like, like where you were like, oh, this is absolutely ridiculous, but like, you can't help but watch it. I used to watch it all the time, like on HBO, like as a kid. Like, it would just be on in the background or like. Cinemax, whatever, or Encore. Encore was another one, I think. Yeah. So, like, yeah, these movies I, would just I, be Encore on there. Thing. And so I would just watch them. So, yes, I love Mannequin, one of my favorite movies, absolutely. It's but so Mannequin mad. 2 on the Move is not, not as good at all. But it's pretty, like, it's cheesy. It's, do, you like, do you like Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo? That's good, too. Electric Excuse Boogaloo. me? Oh, is that so the skating play. movie? <laughs> yeah, the skating one. Wait, yeah. is that with Linda Blair? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I need to know David that one. I'm not watching a movie called Electric Fucking Boogaloo. Boogaloo. 
<laughs> no, it's Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Wait, what? Excuse me. It's called Breaker Two or Breaking Break, Two. Breaking, Breaking. So there's Breaking One, and then there was Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> and they make these movie names so catchy, like Mannequin Two on the. No, movies. that's not catchy. It's catchy. <laughs> Did, what? Nothing about that is catchy. It's totally catchy. About Mannequin Two on the move. <laughs> Mannequin Two. All right. You're so, you're so bad. Oh my god! Oh come on, dude. There has to be like one really bad movie that you like that's so bad that it's good. Like yeah, you like Batman and Robin. No, you're actually about to kick off our our DC versus Marvel conversation. Like you like Batman and Robin. Oh, no, G, G, you kind of you kind of set it up because um, Real quick. We're, we're talking about uh one bad movie that I really like. We're gonna talk. Up. We're gonna get into everything about Marvel, starting from its first movie all the way to. To, to present day, same thing with DC. Um, outside of um, a 1944 15 chapter serial film of Captain America, do you guys know outside of Ryan, because he looked it up as well, do you know what the first Marvel film was? Uh, like Marvel did it in the Marvel Studios film? No, just Marvel. Okay. Yeah, Marvel. Um, like Marvel Comics. Mm. Yeah, Marvel Comics, yes. Before it was Marvel Entertainment. Trivia time. Is uh, it Captain America? Wait, is no, it, it is Howard the Yes, I love is Howard really? the Duck. I love Howard the Duck. Okay, so that's another example of a movie that's so bad that it's good. See, that's what I mean. You asked me if there's a movie that bad that yeah, so you know, like, I, don't give I a shit for liking Mannequin Two on the Move. <laughs> Howard the Duck is a better movie than Mannequin Two on the Move. Ah, it's so breaking two electric boogaloo. <laughs> I'm not. No, I refuse to watch a movie called Electric Boogaloo. I'm gonna have to show him. <laughs> oh God! You, Before just we... put it on. Just, don't give him a choice. Just put it on and make him not leave. Ryan's like, all the movies I watch are like, are like electric. <laughs> <laughs> all the movies. But no, before we get into this, can we talk more about that end, end credit scene? Because that was probably the best part of the well, entire I have, movie. I have a question about the end, end credit scene. So does that set up, what does that set up? Does that set up, uh, what movie does that set up? That's why if they do it, they're probably going. That probably sets up Justice League Two with versing uh, Legion of Doom is what my guess is. Well, that's, a, that's a long wait, right? That's a long wait in between. Because uh, when is Justice League Two? If we get it, when would that happen? It's not even like probably like twenty. Like I was looking. Right? Well, probably, no, it's, isn't got, it the Secret Society? Isn't that setting up the Secret Society? One of the two. I, I, my first thought was. Uh, well, Legion of Doom, because, well, that's just my first thought. <laughs> but it could be Secret what's Society. The, what's the it's next solo society. movie? Is it the Batman? Is the Batman the next one? Uh, next solo Flash. movie is Aquaman, oh, then man. Shazam, then oh, uh, Wonder Woman 2. Where is Batman coming? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, well, that's, I guess before we kick off, I think we could we could mention that, the the rumor that Jake Gyllenhaal might replace Ben Affleck. I'm not mad at this. Mm. That's, a horrible, that's a horrible rumor, by the way. No, I don't want to see Batman again. <laughs> no, I can't see Jake Gyllenhaal playing him at all. I can't see him as Bruce Wayne. I can't see him as Batman. And that's remember, nothing against Jake Gyllenhaal because Jake Gyllenhaal favorite actors. That's what they said about Michael Keaton. Ah, uh, no, 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 I guess. No, but, you, like, don't, don't you dare say no. <laughs> don't you say nothing about the turtle night god. You made you made me go. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh. I, I, I was not. Bo- I was three years old. So I and but from looking at you know researching a Batman '89, I. Never ever saw one article. Pre- I cannot see Donnie Darko being Batman. I, I the same the I same way the same way they big, said that big Gyllenhaal voice. I can't see that going up. The like, same way know, people said I can't see Mr. Mom as Batman, and look what happened. This is totally I love different. Mr. Mom. <laughs> I love G. 
Don't disappoint me. Do you like Mr. Mom? Yeah, I do like Mr. Mom. Okay. Lou? But you should also oh. see Breaking to Electric Boogaloo. It's like I'm not really watching good. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, we get full circle. <laughs> you should. It's hilarious. So one of our listen one of our our listeners, Jose, right now said he likes Jake too. So shout out to Jose for agreeing with us. I mean, I'm not saying like because Jake Gyllenhaal is a great actor. He's like one of my favorite actors, but I just can't like see it. And uh, if he did it and I'm like was good, I would be the first one to say it. But like I can't picture it at all. I mean, like I mean, can you really picture it? Like you can see him being Batman. I just my thing is is I gave up on like not thinking that the person can do the role. Look at look at Keaton and then more more as for me when Ledger was first cast no one thought he'd give that type of performance so why not just and even Affleck I was one that was full you know I was okay I was good with Affleck I was like let's see what he does Same. but I mean you can't you can't shit on anyone until you see like first glimpse first trailer or so or for even first performance until you say yeah this guy's not good yeah you can't see him but you can't see a lot of characters in certain roles fuck look at Gary Oldman he's fucking about to win an Oscar for playing uh uh, Winston Churchill, and no one, and no one saw could see him as someone that's going to play this overweight man. And he's about to win an Oscar, so you know, like, just, let's just give it a shot. I, I, Jake, like you said, Jake Gyllenhaal is a one of the best actors in Hollywood. So I, I like the fact that he's going to get. If he does, we don't know. If he does get the role, I think, I think he's going to kill it. And Matt Reeves is a great director, so I do have hope for it. So yeah, who put that, who put that rumor out there? Like, has Ben Affleck just done? Like what's like what's going on? Well, I think he looked very, you know, don't you I love Batman? He looked very, you know, he looked toned bored. Out. Yeah, he, he didn't seem bored. like he, was he didn't want to be it. there. So I think he's he might be done. I know, I know you you're sad about that ride, but I think he's oh, done. I'm very upset. Um, because I, I think he's done like, great. I, <laughs> you know what? With Ben Affleck, he's done this like twice, where he like you thought he would have learned his lesson after he did Daredevil, like maybe he shouldn't like you know do comic book movies ever, and like he. Hasn't learned his lesson. And Daredevil seems should... like a movie you'd like, Jay. Oh, it's bad. I mean, like, there's some there's, there's some isolated scenes I enjoy. Like, I love me some Jennifer Carter in it. Jennifer Carter's all right. <laughs> right. Do you like Daredevil? I didn't hate it, but it's not like my goat. It's not like a, for me to put on, like, oh, it's on. Let me put it on. Like, if it's nothing else on and it's on, I'll watch it. But it's not like even in my collection. It's not something I seek out. I, but... I own it. I have a director's cut, which isn't horrible either. It's pretty, it's a better movie than the theatrical one. But it's I not great. So I forget who said it on spin. Now, do you think uh, the we're going to get another extended of Justice Probably, League that's going to be better? So I would actually I would have no problem with that because I thought at two hours it felt like you, I mean it felt rushed. Even though like Batman vs Superman to me felt rushed too at 154 minutes, but like this being only two hours made it feel like it was very very rushed. So I wouldn't mind a different cut of it that's longer. Right. Well, I'm we'll just see. worried that the other cut's gonna be the Snyder cut, and it's just gonna make us hate the world. Like, could you, could you, <laughs> like, could you guys point out scenes in it that you thought were like Zack Snyder scenes, and then you scenes that you, yeah, I think, I think a little bit of the opening. I was actually one of the, I guess that's one of the reasons I was actually entertained by it. It didn't feel like a Zack Snyder movie for like ninety percent of it. It felt. Oh, like, and I want to give a shout out too to the. Op- I like the opening like scene after the. The home video thing with the that Leonard Cohen cover. I don't know who does it. Yeah, but I like. The song. I thought that was good. Was awesome. Actually, yeah, the song I want to look up and download. It was actually yeah, like. Was, I thought that was good. I was like, okay, I was trying because I was trying to wreck my brain. I'm like, what did I like? And I liked that. 
and uh, I actually like that come together cover at the end, uh, at the end credits. I thought that was oh good well, too. two more th- two more things I didn't like that Jeff mentioned before. Um, that that random family that they kept showing just to let people know there's civilians here that they're rescuing okay. felt really oh, yeah. out of place. It was like we gotta let, we gotta let them know we gotta let them know that there's a family here and we get then the Justice League is gonna save them. There you go. It was funny. I made the like, I saw it honestly twice just so I can like really wrap my head around everything, try to get as much information out, out of it as I can. And it's funny because I sat there the second time and I'm like I can see like a little mini like almost like Hulu series based off of that family how they got there and their perspective. It's like a little added bonus, almost like a bonus feature right on the DVD. I can see that. I and the then the CGI <laughs> at for that ghost town city was awful. It was You know actually my biggest problem with that movie was and this and I didn't have it until I actually rewatched Suicide parts of Suicide Squad yesterday was not Ezra Miller as itself but the uh what's the call the plot hole where in Suicide Squad you see him and he's you know confident and he's um you know he knows his abilities and he's saving people and he Everything. But then you get to him in Justice League, which we know takes place after Suicide Squad, and he's very nervous about everything. He doesn't know how to do what he how to be a uh, oh, hero yeah, and everything like that. In the battle or anything like that either. Yeah. Yeah, like so, like the con- continuity, not the well, whole continuity, continuity my, issue. And then my biggest continuity <coughs> issue is so Batman v Superman ends with like the you know you kind of know that Superman is alive because the the, the grounds the I guess the dirt starts lifting. Yeah. But he's like dead as a doornail in Justice League. Like he is gone. Okay. Like there's continuity issues there. It's like wasn't he like alive at the end of the movie? No, oh, he's like what well, doesn't necessarily mean. Oh, I also enjoyed that scene. I enjoyed when he got resurrected and he was fighting him. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, too. that was solid too. That was solid. I thought that was a solid when scene. Was, when he was fighting them and then like uh Affleck and uh, and Superman come face to face. I <laughs> lean over to Casey. I'm like, don't say Martha. Don't say Martha. Don't say Martha. It's funny. I oh, thought yeah. they were going to the joke about that. Bring in the big guns or whatever it was, and then they and Amy Adams showed up. Is that how that happened? I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, I think that was there. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad for her too. I'm like, oh, you're so bad. Like in this movie, like oh, <laughs> like you're not a good Lois Lane, you're, but you're contractually obligated bad. to be there. <laughs> you have you have to be there because you signed a contract. I you think just she wore a wig yeah. for some of it for those reasons. She, she wore a wig. I'm pretty sure the hair was not the same. Like in the beginning of the movie when they showed her, I think that was her actual hair, and then they showed her went with him in like the cornfield, and that was not her real hair. Like that looked like a wig. It was, Jen, it was Jen, different. Jen and her wig. Jen was her wig. Kansas to, to Metropolis, like uh, that was something that baffled me. That so I thought like Kansas Gotham to Metropolis. No, no, no. No, uh, Metropolis Kansas. to Kansas. Kansas. Because I thought they minutes, were, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, like in everything I've read, like you know, Metropolis is either L.A. or New Yorkish, and yet she can drive from Kansas. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Also, her and Harry Campbell don't have chemistry either, so I don't really care about their relationship. Like, I like I don't really care that like I don't buy it into the whole like deep love they have for each other because I don't really feel sparks like whatsoever. Well I was gonna say if you build a map in this universe though, it's like with Gotham and Metropolis are like New Jersey and New York. And New York. And yeah. then like yeah. Kansas that's, like that's how it is. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it's on Ryan's PowerPoint. He just he's just, he's just playing with he's us. Pointing out with the laser, he has the, with map. The, laser he has the laser pointer going up right now. Uh, and how how accurate was uh Cyborg? Because I don't know anything about that character whatsoever. Yeah I know so, nothing, uh, nothing about I just know that character. 
from what I've read and seen, uh, pretty well accurate to being tortured, being about being a machine. Like it's funny because I was going to bring it up later, but like during our debate, like talking about everything. But in the anime, like there's a whole animated universe going on, and it starts off with Justice League War, and it starts off like similar to he's got it similar to how he gets it in the movies, and that is straight off comics and. Like the look and everything of Cyborg and the torturedness was pretty accurate, and I actually liked Cyborg more than I thought I would, and but that's not saying a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, he was—I mean, they featured him a lot, which I kind of was—I mean, I guess they had to because he was new and needed to get to know him. But like, he was in it a lot more than I thought he would be, and kind of central to the whatever plot it had <laughs> that I thought it would be. But yeah, no, I liked him more than I thought. Dave, how'd you feel about him? Because I know we were both not fans well, in the trailer. I didn't. He looked CGI-wise. It varied from like okay looking to terrible, but he was fine. I did. I he was as bad as I expected. Like I still don't care enough to see a solo movie. But no, no, uh, I, I, I'm I still going to. <laughs> but like, I mean, final final thoughts on Justice League. I mean, it was better than I expected, and I didn't expect much. So. If you guys check it out, let us know in the comments. Let us know on Twitter, Instagram, what you guys thought of it. Is it a train wreck like G says? Is it okay? Is it passable? What do you What do you guys think? Let us know. But now moving on to the big debate is, I mean, I don't even know if we're going to get a, a legit answer as to what we think. DC versus Marvel. I mean, we're, we're taking all the way back. So we're going like film by film? We're going. I'm just going to. You have the list? I have the list. Jen has go. the list and I have the list. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the early I'm gonna go through the 80s. <laughs> I don't think Jess has a list. I had the list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, what are you talking about? Your face, face is priceless. <laughs> so we're gonna do it. We're gonna I do wish it I by... could see your face and you're like, what the hell? I don't have a list. <laughs> you, you ever like sit down and like you realize, you realize you don't have your phone and then you, like you look around? <laughs> so we're She's gonna... like, uh, I think I told you I had the list, but I lied. We're gonna go through. We're gonna go through it by decades. Okay. To see who would you pick, decade wise. So I mean, like I stated before, Marvel started in 1944 with a 15 chapter serial film for Captain America. So we're gonna get. We're gonna skip that. We're gonna go straight to the. the I'm like, have you seen that? <laughs> no, I haven't. We're gonna go straight to the feature films. I know. Um, so I was kind of right when I said Captain America. Kind of. Kind of. But um, DC or, or... did start early with. Superman and the Mole Men from 1951. I've right. never seen it, but I know that's George Reeves, and George Reeves was huge in the 50s. So it was actually the theatrically uh, released pilot for the 1950s Adventures of Superman TV series. So they actually launched the pilot as a as a movie. As a movie. Okay. So like Ben Affleck is played Batman and <laughs> Superman. Oh, uh, ben Affleck oh yeah. Affleck. Oh, fucking Hollywoodland. He yeah. played George Reeves. Hollywoodland is not bad, by the way. I don't know if you. you Hollywoodland is good, and George Lee Reeves. I got to That's an interesting life and uh, death, right there. Yeah, you got because pretty much the whole movie ride. It's kind of like they're trying to figure out how he died, type of situation, and then they go they show Ooh. clips of him as Superman as Oh, life freaking Diane Lane is in Hollywoodland. Oh, forgot about that. She's in and she's in the uh, she's she, the mom. Is she, is she Martha there too? No. <laughs> no. Okay. So somehow Batman versus Superman figures out that they can make Diane Lane like all gaudy and not attractive because she usually looks pretty on point. If you've seen Unfaithful, which I have many times. <laughs> but, 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 but no, actually, 
Diane Lane did an interview this week on some talk show for uh, Justice League, and it's amazing how different she looks. Like, they really have to work to make her look like a mom. We actually like, she got to see just... her in person at the Tribeca Film Festival. She looks yes. good. Yeah, Diane, Diane Lane is very pretty. Uh, yeah, just watch on people. But saying. yeah, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, check out Hollywood Line. I think you'd, I think you'd enjoy it. It's very... It's that kind of like started, uh, yeah. It started the whole Ben Affleck comeback train because he had been in a lot of bad movies like in yeah, a row, and, this, and he was and really good in this. Started the, and it, it didn't it didn't make a ton of money, but it was real reviewed though, and like got him a little bit more respect because he had lost a lot of it. <laughs> now, with Superman, like, did you guys any of you guys ever watch like the old 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 TV show? I used that's to. What that's what we're talking about, Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you mentioned, I'm asking if you guys ever watched the actual show. You said how yes, I, I, I see. I did see the TV show. TV show solid. I, I like it. It was entertaining for this I time. The way I remember like the Batman and uh, the Batman show from the '60s, but I, I do remember growing up and watching it and was entertained as a child. So good segue. I didn't really, awesome. I didn't really see the TV show, but I did see and have seen many times the I Love Lucy episode when George Reeves. Guest stars as Superman. Oh shit! And she he appears at Little Ricky's birthday party. And then she, um, rumor has it, then he can't come, and then so she dresses up. She dresses and up she as goes Superman. Out onto the ledge, and it's hysterical. <laughs> and then he does show up, and then he ends up having to save her from it's, the ledge. There's a funny scene. I mean, because me and it's Jen, classic. You, Jen and I love I Love Lucy. You might got you guys might not think this is funny, but there's a scene where she's like, uh, she dresses up as Superman, and Ethel's like, well, Superman's not a redhead. So she goes on the ledge with a fucking helmet on. <laughs> so she has like the Superman outfit and she has like a, a football helmet from the 50s on. It, 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 it's pretty funny when no you see it because no one will notice. But yeah, after after that, Jen, what else is in the 50s? Is that it? Uh, then after that is uh, a 1954 film, Stamp Day for Superman, and it was actually government produced. So we know it's probably a propaganda film. Okay, and then 18 we 18 minutes. <laughs> And then we go to the 60s, yeah. and we, and and we, we know what's in the 60s. And then we go to Batman 66. All right, so we can start off with that real quick. I actually really enjoy that movie. It's hokey. It's fun. Yep. I think uh, you guys, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's, you just it's, can't. It's, it's pure cheese, but it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. Those like, that scene yeah. of just Batman yeah, running around with that bomb <laughs> for, like, 20 minutes, it's fucking hysterical to me. And then, However, uh, I, I wish Julie Newmar played Catwoman in it. Yes, I agree. I this I got because Julie Newmar, man, I mean, like sixties, oh, oh, gorgeous. <laughs> like, well, I'm sorry, I love I love Catwoman back then, uh, but like, yeah, she actually, but she owns that role though. Like all the episodes that feature her are really, really good, and she's solid as Catwoman, at least for that type of show. And like, I kind of wish she got to be in the movie because that's the only thing that kind of like stands out to me is that who is it? Lee Merriweather, Merriweather is in the movie instead of Julie Newmar. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's not bad by any means, but like you know, it'd be you have all those like people that you are familiar with from the show. It would have been good to have her in it too. I agree. I mean, in the movie was like you said, G. It's straight cheese, but I thought it was really fun. And I'm not really a big fan of the show, but I think the movie itself is fun. <laughs> the show's fun too, though. I mean, it's fine. Uh, the show's I, so much fun. I've never been able to get over like the first episode where Batman's like in a disco, just like just dancing with everybody. <laughs> yeah. I just I've never been able to get over that. And I love uh, Bert, I love Burt Ward too. God, really. And, oh yeah. And then, we get, great. and then we get some Marvel's first breakout hit in the seventies, right, Jen? Oh, Marvel didn't have a rebuttal in the sixties. No, there's no rebuttal because okay. Marvel has not. Marvel doesn't show up until 
1986. So DC got the lead right now. Yep. So what what do you got? So we have 1978 Superman. It actually Which won we all one agree special one Oscar, of the... and it was nominated for three more. I we can all agree that it's no, one of the best superhero movies. Yes, probably. no one no one disagrees with that, right? I don't disagree with that, but I don't think oh. it's a Marvel film. No, no, no we're talking about DC. This is the uh, first Marvel show. No, up. DC Marvel doesn't show up till '86. Oh, okay. This is the I'm first lost. DC film that yeah. really breaks breaks through and is a critical hit. We are not on the same page again. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I <laughs> it's Christopher Reeve. Uh, Christopher Reeve is the best Bat uh, Superman, right? No one disagrees with that. Agreed. I agree. I, I think Brandon that. Routh kind of came close, though. I actually like say Brandon Routh. Oh, wow. It was fun. He's a good Clark Kent. Go back and oh. watch the movie. He's better than Henry fucking Cavill. The movie that Superman doesn't throw a punch the entire movie? He's a better Clark Kent Superman than, like, Henry Cavill is. What are our opinions on Mario Lopez? Mario Lopez? Was he Superman for one Mario Lopez? He was Superman? pretty sure he was Superman. What the fuck? I'm going to look this up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. When was Mario Lopez Superman? Are you thinking of Dean Kane? You're talking about Dean Kane? You think of Dean Kane? Dean Kane. <laughs> Which is also a good show. Oh man, any any of our listeners um, that are listening, can anyone let us know if Mario Lopez was ever Superman in any form? Mario Lopez was never Superman. <laughs> maybe on uh, an episode, like episode maybe on an episode by the, by the bell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that has to be our graphic now for this week. I need you to make Mario Lopez, Mario Lopez I Superman. Superman. Wait, did you find him. anything? So Dean Cain was Superman. <laughs> How do you mistake <laughs> Dean Cain and Mario Lopez? Oh my god! Thanks, Jose, for letting us know. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I will say I I love Superman, but the end is absolutely awful. When Lo- when Lois Lane dies and he just like spins the world and you know. I got a question. Well, best Lois Lane. Who is that? I personally uh, have an affinity for Terry Hatcher. She's not very attractive. I don't know why Terry he's into Hatcher? her. Terry, uh, Terry, Terry Hatcher was gorgeous I mean, uh, in the 90s. Not Terry Hatcher. I'm sorry. I was like, what are you talking uh, about? Oh, my God. She was what? on fire. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, the super- uh, Margot Kidder oh, played her. Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder. Yeah, she's not very Margot attractive. Margot Kidder, is, but I still think she's the best Lois Lane personality-wise. She has her personality down. Yeah, yeah I agree. Like, that's the thing that's why I don't like Amy Adams so much. I don't think Amy Adams, again, a talented actress and really good in other movies, I don't think she's quite got that fiery kind of personality to make that character work. And Marco Kidder does. And the and the Batman vs. Superman, she reminds me of Pam from The Office. Hmm. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I I didn't. That's a good, that's a good comparison, actually. Yeah. yeah. Good... Oh, what, 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 how do you feel about Kate Bosworth? How do we feel about Kate Bosworth as well? <laughs> I, oh no! No no I no! Didn't. She was completely miscast. I, I didn't care much for her. No. She she better than Amy Adams. But... Wow. Well, all right. So back back to the, like well, the whole the whole end of the Superman. How do you like Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor? He was he, like for the time he was good. Like and he was very entertaining. Yeah, I, think, I think for the time he was great. All right, I, I agree as well. David, to your point about the ending, they actually touched on it. It wasn't that. He turned the world backwards. He was going back in time so quickly that it looked like the world was going backwards. That's like what the excuse they make at the point. I think it just comes <laughs> off really hokey. Yeah. I, I'm oh, not yeah, no. A fan I agree 100% there. So right now, by default, DC wins the 60s. DC wins uh, 
70s. Slightly more 70s. So we, the go to, we go then to 1908. Oh, wait. Jen has something to say. Wait, I have a few more. For oh. the 70s? No, for DC. Yeah. No, for the 80s. No, we, we're just okay, kicking off the 80s no, but now. Oh, no. Never mind. I just All looked right, at the year. So, okay. I mean, I guess Marvel has two representatives in the 80s. Um, really. But DC kicks it off in the 80s with Superman 2, right? Yes. In which, the 1980s. Which is. Not as good as Superman. Oh right. no! Do you, the Richard Donner cut is so is so good because they met they the the fur, the theatrical version of the Superman two I'm not really a fan of but the Dick Donner cut is really good. Have you ever checked that out, G? No, I probably should. Though. Yeah, you should. It's it, uh, it's is it like significantly different. Yeah, like it's, it's like, significantly different. It's like a completely different <laughs> movie. It's it's really really good. It's strong. I highly recommend it. Um, the theatrical cut is I'm not really you know it's not better than Superman, but the. The Richard Donner cut is it's right up there. I think. I actually think I like the ending of Superman, the Dick Donner cut, more than I do, um, Superman '78. What what Maybe else I'm, you got, Jen? Wait, can you buy it though? Like, can I like? Yeah, Black it's Friday on the box set. It's on the box set. Oh, oh, then I might get it on Black Friday. So in 1982, we had Swamp Thing. I've never seen Swamp Thing. Directed by Wes Craven. Is it any good? Uh, no, but but it's I mean whatever. What's crazy? Also, he can't make them all great. That's true. Then in the he did out. music of the heart. We brought this up before. Remember <laughs> that. <laughs> what, what were you saying, Ryan? I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out because they in the '60s there was one thing the TV show. I'm looking up to see if it was uh, based off of each other, but I'm Probably seeing not. nothing. Saying yeah, I'm seeing nothing of that. So I'm gonna go with no. All right. What, what else do you got? But oh, actually, a quick. Uh, Sorry, a quick thing. Roger Ebert gave the film three out of four possible stars, saying there's beauty in this film in if you film? know what it's looking for. And Swamp, Swamp thing? thing. Yeah, Swamp yeah. Thing. That's crazy. Uh, by the way, also another fun fact about Swamp Thing, uh, Adrian Barbeau is in that movie. And oh, then she ends Adrian up Barbeau being, was great. And she ends up being the voice of Catwoman on the Batman animated TV series. Oh, right on. Boom. Nice. <laughs> oh, and she's also in The Fog, which is... Uh, and she was married to John Carpenter. <laughs> Oh, and she was and she, John Carpenter too. And she also started on an episode of Murder She Wrote, which everyone. And she was on Revenge. Oh my God! God, oh. <laughs> Revenge makes a comeback to the podcast. Oh, yeah. I think G with Revenge is like me with La La Land. He has to sneak it in somehow. <laughs> I, know, I do. I, I do. I will. I, if I find more segues, I'm. Oh, I can because that chick's in Marvel movies. Okay, I'm ready. Oh yeah, she is. Emily <laughs> Van Camp. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm waiting right, for you. Keep going, Jed. Okay, 1983, we saw Superman 3. That movie is hot garbage. Like That's when the garbage <laughs> starts. But not enough that they then went they. Well, the quest for go. peace. So 1984 is Supergirl. I've okay. never seen that nonsense. And then, I saw it when I was a kid. I enjoyed it, but then I saw it later on, and I'm like, why did I? What, what was I thinking? And then, well, Superman 3 wasn't hot enough garbage because they made Superman 4. The Quest for Peace, the which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Oh, no, all right. Before, that I, film turns 30 this year. We can kick off, we can kick off Marvel <laughs> then. I'm going to write about it. No, we're not. Mm. So, while 1987... We missed the deadline. It was in July. While 1987 brought us The Quest for Peace, Marvel uh-huh. said we're going to get into this movie business. And in 1986, released Howard the Duck as the first Marvel film ever it's released. Choice. Which it's you love. Choice. I love Howard the Duck. It's terribly awesome. <laughs> it is. I'm just this is a choice for Marvel. It has that... a 4.6 on IMDb. What's the, how is it on Rotten? Oh, I, I looked it up. Oh, there's some good actors in this, though. Yeah, man. There's some decent actors. 
How the hell did they attract so many good actors? Welcome, Jer- Jer- welcome our latest listener, Jeremy. Yeah, oh, it won, worst, it won a Razzie Award for Worst Picture, Worst Screenplay, uh, worst, worst New Star, and Worst Visual Effects. Just remember, uh, Leah Thompson's in there, right? Yeah. Yes. Leon Thompson and Howard the Duck get it on in the movie. Just Who shout directed out. Howard <laughs> the Duck? And was that Isn't right around? When she... I don't know. Yeah. So it was uh, Willard Hayek. Hayek. Well, didn't George Lucas H- produce it? Yeah, it was a Lucas film. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. And, and it made only a million more over its budget. Well, at least it made over its budget, so that's always You know what? <laughs> if they made that movie now, though, it'd probably be a hit. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, and not to skip ahead, but in Guardians, in the in one of the post credits, and you see Howard the Duck. I remember the crowd lit up for that, like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, man, I like Howard the Duck. But, I mean, it's it's not very good. And then keep going, Jen. Anything else after 1987? Ooh, yes. So, hmm. 1989's called The Return of Swamp Thing. Probably the best movie of 1989. For you DC need to comics. hush your mouth. <laughs> you need to hush your mouth. You are Trigger not allowed alert. to speak the rest of this podcast. I can't believe you just said that nonsense. No, I've never seen it, but I just wanted to piss David off. So the second film of 1989, which is the best film of 1989. No, it's not the best film of 1989, but well, it's for the best DC, out of the two that they made, I can, yeah. I can, yeah, it's Batman. The most important comic book film of all time. Yeah, I said it. And I said it before. Batman also won an Oscar. It did. Yeah, but also Marvel. Let's find out. <laughs> I mean, for anyone that hasn't listened before, the reason I think Batman 89 is the most important comic book film of all time most is because it's the first film that actually marketed the film. I mean, it's the, you see, and it's the, like now we're all used to here in New York to see these comic book films all over Times Square and all that stuff. But back then you didn't. And for the it, ba- uh, it kind of reinvented the summer movie blockbuster. Yeah. And I mean, like, for, a, for a long time. It was the highest rated. It was the highest uh, grossing film of all time. Man, and how, how cool would that be to just see that billboard of just the bat symbol, like that poster? Yeah, man. Like it was. It, or, it brought it brought back the superhero film. Like Superman was good, but it was never the success that Batman was. I mean, you know, doesn't like Batman. Fucking Roger Ebert, yeah. but he didn't like it. <laughs> he, gave it he gave it two stars. Um, he gave it two stars. Like also. With Batman eighty nine, and I mean, there's a lot wrong with it, and we've talked about it on here before. But just the impact that it had. I mean, Batman eighty nine was oh, yeah. everywhere. It was one of the first VHSs to be released for twenty dollars, and at that time, VHSs were like ninety dollars. So it just had the impact that like studios could see. All right, we can make movies off these superheroes. So let's ju- let's just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. I mean, without I don't think without the success of Batman, we would be where we are today because of studios having faith that these movies can make money and let's market it and let's push it i mean i remember um as a kid i used to have all these batman toys from from batman 89 and these the toys were nothing like the movies because they had to rush these these toys out because the movie didn't have any they didn't ex- <laughs> like they didn't expect kids to be wanting these toys as much as you know as as they produce so they had to produce i think it was the dc super friends or something like that and they just changed the, the cardboard to batman and that's the the figures that we got for Batman eighty nine. That's how fucking big it was, and it's fun. I fucking enjoy oh, yeah. the shit. By the out way, of Batman dude, 89. Is, it's funny how time has changed because this is what 
big movies gross in like a day now. But when it opened on June 23rd, that weekend, it grossed $43.6 million opening weekend, which was the biggest opening weekend on record at the time. Uh, Ghostbusters 2, was a week earlier, had grossed $29.4 million, and that was the opening weekend record at the time. By the way, I mean, this is a difference. Oh. Jose, Jose jokingly said it's the best film of 89. I disagree, Jose. Um, what did he say was the best film? Ghostbusters 2. Okay, because you? Do you? I mean, chat. it's a completely different to- <laughs> off topic. Do you guys like Ghostbusters 2 at all? I, I don't, you know, it's not Actually, as I love good it. as the It's not as good I mean, as the first. I mean, it's all hey. Yeah, the villain is awful. Like, Ooh, they fight a like painting the whole movie. And like, no, first one, not the second one is okay. Yeah, it's, it's not as good. I love the good. imagery. Of what? Is the painting? best part. No, the them walking in on the that making the Statue of Liberty move like as a kid that I, captured my like that captured my imagination when I first saw it as a kid. I'm like, oh, that's awesome! And every time I piss off Jen, my mom because Jen watched uh, Ghostbusters two for the first time like after Titanic came out, and there's an image of like remember at the end of Ghostbusters two where they have like the, everyone comes off from the Titanic. Jen like fully expected to see Leo walking uh, in that oh, group of ghosts. She's like, Where, she's like, where's Jack and Rose? <laughs> well, Batman 89 won the Academy Award for Best Art Direction, and Nicholson was nominated for the Golden Globe. By the way, the the art director, uh, can we say what his name is? Anton First and he, Peter Young. Not to be a downer, but he committed suicide right after. Well, oh, shit, dude. Dude, by the way, uh, Danny Elfman's score wasn't nominated for anything? No, and it was one of the best scores, one of my favorite scores of all oh, time. Oh, how do you feel about Danny Elfman's scoring in Justice League? That's- I, I like some of those little Batman. Yeah, so did I. It was fine. Outside of like the Batman and Superman lookbacks, I was fine with it. But not but, his uh, best work, you'd say? No, Batman 89 is his best score. He doesn't top any. Oh, Batman no, no. Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. No, stop it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> better than Batman 89. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Listen to the ice dance. It's so much better, and so like, like there's more feeling in that music than anything in Batman. No, I love that, the Batman march is or, better than anything in Edward Scissorhands. No, 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 no. Edward Scissorhands, ice dance. Boom. I mean, I, I still think that, but Danny Elfman's great. I mean, we're, there was nothing wrong with either. Yeah, yeah, we're debating, we're debating, like, oh, all right, yeah, that's yeah, he's great but, um, overall. Marvel said Actually, we're gonna. I actually like his Spider-Man score too. I don't so think do it's I. bad. And his Avengers score is not bad either. Um, but what was I gonna say? Marvel said 1989. We're not. We're gonna fight with you. We're you gonna. Know. We're gonna release something to, to to battle with you. What did they release? The Punisher. Dolph <laughs> So, he dies. He dies. So this, <laughs> so despite like DC's, you know, awful Superman three and four, can we say that um, DC wins the eighties? Hell yeah. yeah! I'm confused with, with Marvel, Batman alone. How are the Duck and the Punisher? You have so many superheroes at your disposal. <laughs> well, I mean, they they went more in the right direction trying to do Punisher. I mean, if they would have done it right, then I mean, the nineties been... is when they kind no, well, no, not really. Well, we'll get to that right now. So Marvel kicks off the 1990s with Captain America mm. with the Italian Red Skull. Mm. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, I mean, not only does Captain America look terrible, it is just a shit movie. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I have, unfortunately. I have a long time ago. Like, I don't even remember it, really. It is just one of the worst movies Pretty of the 90s. Dash. It is just terrible. But, you know. And that's saying something. Yeah, no, that's saying something. Um... <laughs> Because 90s <laughs> garbage movies. Oh, yeah. So 1990, Marvel kicked it off with Captain America, and they're not off to a good start. What do we got for the 90s to kick off for DC? 1992 saw Batman Return. 
Good yeah. movie. Great One movie. of my Lich, favorites. Which is good, but it scared many a child when it came yeah. out. Like, <laughs> I, I, oh, man. Penguin. And, like, when he... Well, for for the longest time when I was a kid, I totally thought he, like... Well, did he bite that guy's nose or he yeah, just, like, no, hit him with his beak? It. No, he bit his nose. Yeah, that, like, yeah, scared the it. shit out of me. I will say that... um. And then all that blood and his, like... Black blood or whatever. Was green. It? green. It made no sense <laughs> in terms of that. Like I will say that um uh, uh shout I out need to Vito really ate raw fish, by the way, in that Yeah, yeah. he did. <laughs> shout out to um uh Kevin Smith because he pointed it out on his uh his commentary of Batman Returns. Okay. Um They may really make use of that fucking duck. <laughs> that fucking duck. <laughs> That that duck is everywhere in Batman Returns. Like you cannot miss that goddamn duck. It is, and it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense whatsoever. The film was actually nominated for best visual effects and best makeup. No. I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say best picture, and I was about to lose my shit. <laughs> I love Batman, Batman Returns, but I love the I love the I love the debate that they say that um uh Batman Returns is the best Batman film of all time. No. I don't even think it's better than no, Batman, well, in my opinion. I think nowadays people love it a lot more than they did in 92. Than in 92. Uh, I think it's, it's not... a good Tim Burton movie. I don't think it's a good Batman movie, but I think it's a good Tim Burton movie. Yeah, it's very cool. much a Tim Burton movie, though. It's still interesting, oh, yeah. though. I still, I'm like, still very entertained. Like, everything about it, like, because it was made, like, it reminds me, like, there's certain scenes in Batman Returns, and even in the score, that remind me of, like, Edward Scissorhands. Like, I feel like he's making, he was just making his own movie, no, and he didn't Care but too it, much about it has the it has one of my favorite Batman moments, well Bruce Wayne moments when he's just chilling in in, in the back in Wayne Manor mm-hmm. in the in dark in the dark and then um the bat the bat signal goes off and he just stands in front of it and uh, I actually have Michael Keaton's autograph on a, on that picture. Oh, nice. So that that's pretty. Oh, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, that's pretty. Oh, I love that picture of Batman. Um, but yeah, I do enjoy the movie. Yeah. I, it's still better than fucking Captain America. <laughs> and like he during uh, and like the fact that there was a Happy Meal attached to this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That helps. Also, another uh, fun fact about Batman Returns: it uh, broke the original Batman's opening weekend record with like a forty-five million dollar opening. Nice. And that that was the biggest opening on record until I forget when it gets broken, but it has the large largest opening weekend of all time. <laughs> All right, so right now DC another decade, another DC well, lead so far. So we, I mean, we, we still question about returns. Yes, do you guys consider it a Christmas movie? Of course, it is. I watch it. Every, I watch it. Every I watch Christmas it every Christmas, Christmas as well. On like yeah. Die Hard, Die Hard's a Christmas movie too. But that's another story for December. <laughs> but Jen, what what's next up for DC after that? Next up in 1995 is Batman Forever. So before 1995, Marvel con- chimes in with. One of Ryan's favorite films, The Fantastic Four. Oh, not this Fantastic Four. I like my oh. o- the other one. That's I know. I'm just messy with you. Just a goblin. Oh, no, like, there was another oh. one before that. Yeah, they didn't come with that. There early. was another one before that. They've made so many. Wasn't that a TV film? Yeah. Okay. It was terrible. And then 1995. I've never come, seen. 1995 brings Batman Forever, and I, I, you know, I don't hate it. So. I don't it's think G fun. hates it either. I enjoy it. It's a fun movie. It's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. It gave us Kiss from a Rose, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> one, of the greatest, one of the greatest videos that have nothing to do with the, mo- with the movie I've ever yeah. seen. It'd be nothing Batman that... looks you. And it also gave us Karate Laundry. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, with Chris O'Donnell doing oh, yeah, laundry. Yeah, yeah. 
1995, Chris O'Donnell was the shit. I think that's sarcastic. And then I'm going to guess that while DC and Batman brought the comic book, you know, showed studios they could make money, they also showed studios they can destroy a franchise. Because oh, yes. I think, when I, know when I know what's next, Jen. What's next? Are we going to 1997? Yes, we are. So for... I don't know if they destroyed a franchise. <laughs> Dude, there was no. I destroyed the franchise. Destroyed the franchise. As much as or did Joel? No, it's it's the movie. I mean, it was. I don't blame Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher was doing what Joel Schumacher. He was told to do that, and then, I mean, from from like G and I love certain Joel Schumacher films, so I I can't fully put the blame on him like everyone else does. But Batman and Robin is what we're talking about, and that came out in 1997, and it was, it was what it was. I still enjoy it as like a guilty pleasure, but it was not a very good movie, and it. Absolutely, absolutely destroyed that was, the Batman franchise. Yeah, that was a rough two weeks in '97 because before that, Speed Two came out, <laughs> like a week Speed before. Two, cruise, <laughs> control. cruise Control came out. And I was like, oh, this is not bode well for people. Another catchy name. <laughs> That's not a catchy name. Speed Two Cruise Control. Yes, it, I mean it's yeah. awful. It's you can't name a movie Speed and have it take place on the cruise ship. <laughs> I mean, for the record, cruise ships are pretty fast, but they don't look fast. <laughs> I just want to say kept going with the with this just one more movie because I looked so much into Batman Triumphant, which was supposed to come after Batman and Robin. And I, I would remember, love I to have seen that. Big deal. Like that was supposed to happen. Was Schumacher supposed to direct that too? Um probably. I, know, I, I feel like they feel like they're gonna give him Das Boot. After after Batman, <laughs> similar similar to how they gave Tim Burton Das Boot after Batman Returns. And I do, and I do want to mention. I mean, we're keeping it live action, but it was a it was a theatrical release. Uh, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm was one oh, of I the best so Batman much. films ever made, and I think that needs to I get can watch a little shout out over and over again. It's fantastic. It's Jen, Jen recently saw it with me. What do you think? I did. I liked it. I thought it was really good. I never really saw it as a kid. Um, I love the twist. It's, like, so it's a good it twist. Debuted on TV, obviously. No, right? it was a. It was no, no. Yeah, it, it, it didn't make money though. It, but it was good. Oh, it flopped. I'm sure it made its money back in like later DVD sales and oh, stuff yeah, like. Oh yeah, that movie's made definitely made its money back. And it has a cult following. Oh, it's not or... even a cult following. It's just a great yeah. movie. <laughs> it's funny because um, I think it was last week or the week before you guys were talking. You were saying how much nicer I am. I think it was G who said IMDb is nicer than Rotten, like the movies. It, uh, it actually has a better score on Rotten than it does on IMDb. Really, that's oh. surprising. The that. critics really liked it too. By like not much, but by like a point or two, like point one or point two. But still, I just I was looking into it. And I'm like, oh, that's actually really interesting. But it's funny because we talked about earlier how. You know, every movie will have its own story. This actually gives uh, its own version of the Joker origin, which actually takes a little bit from 89, where he was a gangster, and then they put it, Batman being the detective that he's supposed to be, he actually puts it all together, and it's just, oh, it's just such a well, well, well done movie. Yeah, it's, and it's it just, absolutely fantastic. Watching, it makes me smile every time. <laughs> and I guess we can end the decade with um, Marvel's first, I guess. Solid, solid film, and that's 1998's Blade. Finally, finally, we get to Blade. <laughs> oh wait, Jen has something else. There's another movie in 1997. It's called Steel. Oh, oh my god! god. Oh yeah, is that the one with That's the one with Shaq. Oh, Lou's like God, really happy right Shaquille now. Shaquille O'Neal stars <laughs> Was this before or after Shazam? Iron. Oh no! And a 
Beth Gish is his wheelchair using partner, Susan Sparks. And Judd Nelson is their rival, Nathaniel Burke. Dun, dun, dun. Never seen this movie. I read the synopsis and I got confused and bored just reading the damn synopsis. <laughs> I would not recommend yeah. that movie. What is it on Rotten? Oh, 12%. 12% on Rotten. Wait, you like Steel? I just said I would. Oh, I thought you. I thought I missed. I misheard you. I thought you no, said you like no, Steel. G's no, 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 no. very not, quiet there. It kind of worries me. I think he likes Steel. No, I, 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 I did not like Steel. I do like Kazam though. You like uh, Shazam? Shazam? Shazam was good. Kazam, 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 Kazam. Kazam? 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 Yeah. Okay, whatever. Shazam is something different. Kazam, sorry. Yeah, Shazam is a superhero. I forgot about Steel. Yeah, Steel's hot garbage. It is. Oh man, but yeah, I guess we could go to 1988 and say Marvel made his first really good movie. I I don't think Steel, yeah. What? No, not Steel. Blade. Blade. Different black guy. Different black guy. UPN shows. I still love the opening scene from Blade. I was, like about, that to, I was like, about to kick it off with that. You're right. Go that opening scene is so good. With the, I forget what song that is. That, like I, I, I remember I knew the song back then. Like like we all like would listen to it at parties and stuff. It's just a just a good opening scene. Yeah, you were like, when that song plays at the club. Like that's gonna happen to you. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, funny, it's, it's, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a good song. Um, yeah, they, yeah. It's usually followed by "Are You That Somebody" and "Where's the Party At." Every song that. Whoa. <laughs> I haven't seen Blade in a while, so I don't it's, know what song you guys are talking about. Yeah, it's actually funny because I watched Blade for the first time like in its entirety in a while. And I'm not sure how many of you guys watch Gotham, but Bullock is one of the, I guess, like the, he- the head henchman. In oh, the- yeah, Donald, Donald Logan's in it, yeah. Yeah, he's like the head henchman. He's like making, and then the, in the opening club scene, he's just getting, having fun, we'll say. Uh, Tracy, Tracy, uh, porn star Tracy Lord is in the opening scene as well. Is she? She's a. Yeah, she's the chick with the, the the chick in the car, and then like, yeah. It's funny. I like. I would love to have been in the stu- like in a meeting to say like with Marvel heads at that point to be like, okay, we've made garbage after garbage after garbage. Like, what can we do to like actually make a good Marvel movie? And then they decided on Blade. And I mean, while the second and third one are not very good, I don't know if you guys. Ah, oh, what is wrong with you? No, wait, I'm sorry. The second one. <laughs> well, you're you're about to defend Ryan Reynolds in part three. No, I'm about to defend the second one, but Guillermo just won. Second one's not as, I mean, it's just not as good as the first one. Triple H is in the third one, yeah. yeah. Okay, I can't remember. Guys, oh, like, just, oh, guys oh, is like, what the hell is a Triple H? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, just, he's like, you guys talking about wrestling again? <laughs> uh, but no, I, I absolutely enjoy Blade. I mean, every, I don't think everyone else here does. I think, Jen, have you ever seen Blade? Yeah. I have never seen Blade, actually. What? It's a vampire, man. right? You got oh, you're falling off, man. You got to show up more what? bad movies. <laughs> it's because like of Wesley Juice? Snipes. No, you don't like him? Yeah, she doesn't like Wesley Snipes. There you go. Why did I say that? You paused, so like, I feel like you don't. <laughs> I was like, um, actually, he is fantastic in, uh, what is it? As- two Passenger Pizza. <laughs> Julie Newmar. What's that movie? Oh, two long food. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Yes, with Patrick Swayze, him and Donald Trump. Yo, wait, hold on. What is that noise in the background? It sounds like a chainsaw driving through. That sounds like a season blade. Yo, it's like... It's, 
Ryan's like, I, I, Ryan's like, I, I not only have a PowerPoint presentation, I have sound effects from Blade. <laughs> I thought it was like a, I thought, I thought it was a dog. <laughs> Sorry, thought you had a hairball or something. Oh man. <laughs> Dolce is the real star of this. this it was so perfectly timed that she was talking about too long food. And it's like, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. So let, let's kick off the new let's kick off the new millennium. But, uh, but this is actually, I guess, what what do you give the nineties to? Nineties, I guess, to DC. I DC in the nineties too. I think Dolce says DC. Wait, what was DC movies again? Lou, you're really off. Batman Returns, Batman Forever. I'll give it to DC. But they had two bad movies, though. Yeah, but Marvel had Captain America, the Fantastic. They only had three movies. It's two against one, so I'll give it to DC. All right, so DC is kind of like sweeping so far. Um, we get to the 2000s and we get we kick it off with X Men and X Men was yes, yes, yep. yes. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> so love DC starts going. <laughs> no, no, not yet, not yet. Yeah, we're no, almost. Yeah. No, we're almost we're getting, there. We're getting there. It goes for a little nose dive. Until 2005. Well, how, what were your thoughts when you first saw X Men? I liked it. I was now. I will say this because as a fan, as I don't know, G, if you felt the same way, like and and Ryan Lou. Like I was a big fan of the animated series, the X Men animated yep. series. So I immediately I was, thought, as a thirteen-year-old, that they were going to be in like those costumes. And when they were like all in black, I was like, eh. eh. But the movie overall, I really enjoyed. It's grown. And, like, my it, favorite. I think scene. it's age well too. I think. Dude, the train station scene is my favorite scene in that movie, where like, they, they look for Rogue and stuff. That, that little bit scene. That was a solid scene. I my feel like they ran out of is, money uh... towards the end, though. Oh, the effects came from that. Loki. when they fought in a gift <laughs> shop. The final battle is pretty much at a gift shop. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's in there is because I love it. Like when they're like when it's him and Cyclops. Like prove it's you know prove it's you. You're a dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was. Funny. I love that. I, I'm glad that uh, Halle Berry eventually dropped that really bad accent in the sequel. Because we didn't, oh, we didn't yeah. need we didn't really need that. I but and, I did uh, like her as Storm though. I thought she was fine too. I thought like they oh, used her. I think they used her the best in the second one. We'll probably talk about it when we get to that movie. But like I, I always thought that like because some people have complained about her as Storm, maybe because she's just a, well she wasn't really a big name when she got X Men, but like I think because as she became a bigger name, people had like issues with her playing the part. But I thought she was perfectly fine. I agree. I think the I think we can all agree the standout was uh, Hugh Jackman. Pretty yeah. I also thought Fonke Jensen was a really inspired choice for Jean Grey. Like, I wouldn't have, like, if I was thinking about casting that movie, like, everyone that they cast, I was like, I wouldn't have thought that they would be in the movie. Like, Patrick Stewart. Oh, of course, Patrick Stewart. Because the best part was when they brought it to him, he's like, What is my face doing on a comic book? (laughs) 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 Wait, is this legit? Are you just making that up? Yeah. No, legit. He there was a story told. I forget where I heard it, but I remember hearing the story where he was like, "Why is like why am I on a comic book?" And like, no, this is the comic. Like, wow. Yeah, no, I have to do this. And he was great. So he was about to sue him. props as well. I mean, and uh, actually, Rebecca Romaine. I would never. Uh, she's a better Mystique than Jennifer Lawrence. I, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> like, yeah, I rather Jennifer Rebecca. Job. Thank I much. yeah, man. I I. 
<laughs> uh, you know, I love me some J Law. I think she's un- until yeah, apocalypse. It's, a, she's... it's a body language thing. Like Re- Rebecca Romain conveyed that role with not having to say much of anything. Like she had presence that I think Jennifer Lawrence doesn't quite have in that part. Mm, I guess you're right. Uh, 2002. Is there anything for DC before 2002, Jen? Oh, before 2002? No. Okay, so 2002 is another good year for Marvel with Blade 2 making it made a lot of money. You know, it wasn't as good as the first, but it was still possible. I don't know. Chapasha is as good. And then um this, <laughs> And then this little movie that be- <laughs> this little movie that became the highest opening weekend film of all time for a long time, uh Spider-Man. Yep. Spider-Man is great. I don't give a shit what anyone fantastic. says. Spider-Man is fantastic. I I love how people like forget how good he was. How good that movie was. Yeah, you know, we all like, uh, we all have a certain opinion about Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man, but I thought he was, I thought he was very good. I can't believe that movie is it's almost twenty years ago. Yeah, it's fifteen years old. Yep. That movie's fifteen like, years old. I was, it was an event too when it came out. It was, <laughs> it was it awesome. At uh, one hundred and about one fourteen, hundred fourteen million, and for then, you know, that's hard. Yeah, that that was solid. Um, two thousand three though was not a great year for. Marvel? Wait, do we get X2 yet or no? We're we're almost there. Yay. So, I'm X2 <laughs> was in 2003, which is one of the best uh, comic book films. Uh-huh. However, 2003 also had Daredevil mm. and Hulk. Oh. Daredevil was oh, I mentioned I mentioned that on that thing that you guys put about a movie you thought you would like before you saw it. Yeah, I thought uh, what I, like I why like is Hulk. Hulk that why the that movie's like two and a half hours. You know what's funny? That that's, because let, that's because they let Ang Lee direct it. And I like Ang Lee, but he, he tried to make an artsy comic book movie. Yeah, that movie. Yeah, that movie seems There's, like something. There are scenes where, like, Hulk is, like, yeah. leaping through the air that look like, like he fights, like. Isn't there, isn't there a scene in that movie that he fights fucking dogs? Yeah, Hulk dogs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that movie is terrible. Ryan, you're quiet. You're scaring me. I actually never seen it, honestly. Oh, you were about you to say that you man. like it? No, I've never actually seen it. Because Hulk, yeah, Hulk, like, as a character, never. Do not Definitely bother like, watching except for, Ang, Ang Lee's, <laughs> Ang Lee's uh, Hulk. Except for this recent incarnation that we'll get to of Thor in like the latest the time we've seen. I like, I'm the only one I, that I think likes the Ed Norton one. I like the Ed Norton one. Man. I've seen beats, bits and pieces. I've never seen it in its entirety. Well, we'll get to that one. We'll get to that it's one a in a little long, right? No, it's less than two hours. I don't know. It felt like uh, well, it going back to Daredevil a little bit, Like, is, are there things you like in it at all? No. Affleck. No. Like, <laughs> you like Ben Affleck? You like Ben Affleck? Well, I like him in general, and he wasn't bad. He wasn't good. He wasn't, um, the, you know, especially in comparison to what we have now. But I just like him as an actor. Like, I'll watch just about we, anything he does. We, I still <laughs> say Jennifer Gardner was the best thing about it, if I have to pick something. Yeah, she got her own movie. It was, oh, oh we'll get yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 made, they made the mistake of, like, we liked her in small <laughs> doses. We didn't want, like, a whole movie around her. What do her. you guys <laughs> think of Michael Clark Duncan as... Kingpin. No, that is rest in peace. But no. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a, yeah. There's I, there's nothing good about that movie for me. And, and depending, on my, depending on my mood, Colin Farrell is either really bad or like he's so bad that he's good. I can't oh, really. You liked him as Bullseye. Oh, like well, you can tell that Colin Farrell was like this is when Colin Farrell was partying a lot, and you could tell he was kind of drunk. Yeah. Am I crazy? Well, there was there was a, a seesaw fight scene in Daredevil. Oh, there was. Yeah. Oh, Wait, fight. isn't yeah. that the shit with Jennifer Garner? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how he, yeah. she introduces herself. And she's Fly like, my name's Alexa. 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. No, man. They the fall in love during the thing film. is like now we have twenty twenty hindsight, and for me, like how how good Daredevil is now. It just makes that mm-hmm. movie not only age yeah. terribly, it just makes it look a hundred times worse than it originally was. I'm actually almost done with Defenders now. And this new Electra... <laughs> Wait a minute, wait. I think it's sir. This new Electra, I think, is way better than Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer. he's a lot better than I am. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Ryan, are you calling out Lewis for not watching a show when you haven't even fucking no, seen Stranger talk Things? Your, talk your shit, dude. No, I'm saying he's a lot better than I am right now. I was giving him, pro- like, G was giving crap, and I was like, no, he's a lot better than I am. Because trust oh, me, I'm... Oh, I, th- I thought you, I was like, you're about to hear my mouth, dude. <laughs> but, um, no, I was giving, trust me, I'm behind on everything. But now I, I guess we can get to the good movie of 2003, and that's yeah. X2. X2 is a great movie. Yeah, X2. Uh, love it. Introduce my favorite X-Men, Nightcrawler. That's your favorite X-Men. Oh, that's a good opening scene, too. Oh. Yeah, that's a solid. My that's... favorite X-Men oh. is Rogue. Man, yeah. she whacking the movie, though. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think that's Anna Paquin's fault. I think it's she just... No, it's through, I, I get why they made her a teenager, too, because like, having a power like that when you're growing up, like I kind of get like the dramatic motivation behind it. Yeah, but... but it like, it, yeah, they, yeah. they messed her up in the movies. I don't, she wasn't... Yeah. yeah like You'd think, movies. and it's funny, the way, the, the way X-Men 2 really ends... Good. The way X Men Two ends, you'd think that they were really set up the next one to be something epic with the whole Phoenix storyline. Yeah, and yeah, well, we'll get to, we'll we'll get there. I'm, the, I'm, still, I'm still the only one that likes it. DC is really struggling no, right not. now. I haven't heard anything about oh, awesome, DC. Yes. What? What do you no, say? Do you, uh, do you remember when you saw the no, ending? We'll Lou's uh, not alone. I, see, I'm not the only one that likes X Three. You like X Three? Yeah, I there's some good it. scenes in it, but it's not great. <laughs> like there's some. Yeah, exactly. I don't like that movie at all. The, the, I actually like I liked I like the the scene. Uh, oh, I guess we'll talk about when we get to it. Like, there's yeah. some solid scenes in it. All right, so moving on to 2003. Four. Anything? DC oh. is DC have anything in 2004? Yes. Yeah. What did they have in 2004? <laughs> Very Turn. easily forgettable. <laughs> what is it? Catwoman. Oh, <laughs> Halle Berry's Catwoman. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh my god! I, I wish they would introduce it like that with Lou as the voiceover. <laughs> Who got fired? <laughs> who wrote that script? Who got Connect, fired? Who wrote that, that script? That's what I want to know. Well, it's directed uh, by a guy who has one name, and that's never a good sign. Right? That's like <laughs> his name is Pitoff. Pitoff. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like when you like when you see like Mick G as the director, you're like, oh. The like, guy who walked into the office and said, "I got an idea, guys. We're gonna do a Catwoman solo movie with Halle Berry. We're gonna be directed by what so, was it? Is she in the main film? It's gonna be played by director. Sharon Stone. No. <laughs> He's not even a director. He's a French visual effects supervisor. Mm. And then he was a director. Well, for- he did two films. His name is Jean-Christophe Pitot Comar. That dude called it a favor. <laughs> He's like, well, yeah, I need a favor. Man. Yeah, he definitely had someone. He had something on someone. So I have a question. I've never seen it, and I will never see it. So. You don't um, You've never seen Catwoman? You, no, you have I, to the last. No, day. I'm not watching it. How did, how did, is she a burglar? Is she a cat burglar? I, I would, yeah. She's uh, actually a graphic designer. Finer, yeah, and they work. For, she works for a cosmetic company, and the head of the cosmetic company is Sharon Stone. And it turns out that in the cosmetics, there's like these these chemicals that Sharon Stone's. What you you're fine. Go into you're it? fine. I don't oh. want to hear anything. Is this else. Catwoman or the Devil Wears Prada? No, it is. No, it is Catwoman. <laughs> Devil Wears Prada is a delight. Yeah, Devil However, Wears Prada is solid. Uh, the, yeah. the awards that Catwoman was nominated for because uh, it was nominated for a BET award. Best actress. A BET award. BET award. Best actress. 
<laughs> then, then you get down to the Razzies. Razzie so, Award winner. Worst it, it won the Razzie Award. I give it received seven Golden Raspberry nominations it won. in 2005, including Worst Supporting Actress for Sharon Stone, Worst Supporting and Worst Actress for her. Worst but Halle Berry accepted her award. In yep, person. I give Halle Berry credit because she actually won and she and mocked her, her Oscar speech. She like, which was great. She accepted the award. So. Oh, yeah, she did. She said, first of all, I want to thank Warner Brothers. Thank you for putting me in a piece of shit, god-awful movie. It was just what my career needed. There you go. <laughs> I like anyone that accepts their the award in person because she did it. Uh, Sandra Bullock accepted hers in person for All About Steve. It was funny because it was the same within weeks of her winning an Oscar for The Blind Side. <laughs> so, and like, she's like, whatever. <laughs> uh, worst director. So, um, if we, what is if, Pete Tom doing now? Nothing. <laughs> He did so visual effects for Alien was, Resurrection. 2005. Moving on to 2000. Actually, no, 2004. We have The Punisher, the Thomas Jane one. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. John Travolta? <laughs> John Travolta. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Nash in, in Candy Stripes. Yep. That's, that's an okay movie. <laughs> no, it's not. It's okay. Uh, no, it's not. No, it's oh, not. It's no, no. <laughs> the only Punisher I, in my I kind of love John everything Parenthal. I see. That was straight trash. <laughs> and if. What uh, what about um? Only John Bernthal. Yeah, and that's another Punisher thing that we have that heart. 2020 hindsight now that John yeah. Bernthal is so good that so he makes everyone so else good. look so he bad. He's so good in Daredevil. He got his own show. I mean, like and then, how um, great. And then and another voice. one of G's favorite movies, Blade Trinity, was also 2004. Triple H. Not my favorite movie. I mean, like, he's like he's just, like and that thing called Beale. Triple H. Jessica Biel. I mean, yeah, he wants to eat his whole glass. Jessica Biel. She's in it. She's in it. She is. Shout out to uh, Chris Chin. He act, he's listening to us right now, and he wanted to let us know that uh, the Nightcrawler scene is a top three comic book scene of all time. Shout out to you. And actually, uh, that, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's a great. It gave, me, it, gave me it gave me goosebumps when I first saw it. I was like, oh, this is gonna be so much better than the first one. <laughs> and in 2004, like I feel like Marvel's take right now. They're taking two steps backwards and one step forward because you have two trash ones. In 2003, and then in 2004, you go the same route, but you also released one of the greatest comic book films of all time, Spider-Man 2. Okay. And it's... I agree there. I agree. Funny, funny thing is, it didn't make as much money as the next Spider-Man. It didn't open... I, I think it opened at like 86 or something like that. Wait, so it made less than Spider-Man 3? It made less than Spider-Man. No, yeah, Spider-Man 3 made more money. Well, it, made, it made less money overall than the first one, too. But Yeah, but it was a better movie. It was, it was uh, absolutely... Movie. I mean, I think it was just too like not not uh, what what can I I'm trying to figure out the right word for like it's like more than like a superhero movie though I think it's a lot there's a lot going on in it that maybe like if you were just looking for like a pure action movie yeah that I you might not enjoy a, it as much. I think it's more of a character character study of Peter like yeah. him dealing with both worlds of being this is about him growing Peter. up like it's about like dealing with like life as a young adult. Like having to balance like work and your life, and his work just happens to be. And you, uh, and you, and you know, comic super book movies are like that's not what a comic book movie should be about. It should just be action, not character stuff. No, no, bullshit. And by the way, no. I don't, I don't like Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane, but I tolerate what? her in Spider Man too because I think that. But but you but you tolerate her in Spider Man too because I think that that has to work on some level for that movie to work. Like she has to kind of work a little bit for you to buy into. And, we, and com- we didn't give we didn't give props before, but J.K. Simmons as uh, Jameson is top notch. on top point. notch, like from the the show. Yeah, he yeah. on his comic book. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a that was a good Sam Raimi choice, by the way, getting him to do that. And then, what did you guys think? What were you saying? 
What'd you guys think of him? What, like, just to go way back, what'd you guys think of him as uh, Commissioner Gordon? He really do a lot. He wasn't in enough. So I really don't. I couldn't yeah. form an opinion yet. He has. He really wasn't in it enough. Um, but the funny thing is, until 2008, if yeah, about 2008, Marvel takes a fucking nosedive after this. So 2005, DC starts picking it up again. Really, with this movie what about about the 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 franchise that put it on the map is the franchise that killed it and it's the franchise that resurrected it because 2005 brought us jen constantine i set her <laughs> up not to fail right now i pretty much like no. i pretty I much knew. set it up and she's like constantine again i wanted to cause it's David like if you gave her an alley-oop and she goes up and then she snaps her ankle anyway, well, that really well, the next one? she gordon hayward that gordon one. hayward is oh shit i don't know was that really the next one constantine <laughs> No, yeah, Batman, Batman Begins. No, Batman Begins. But I was just trying I don't know. to stay it off again. Out? I don't even know. <laughs> we, make, we make good radio that way. Getting Wait, angry. Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Who Jen doesn't like. I don't. I don't what? Know. You know this. It's what do you forget like these things? It's not I that I don't like it. It's just it's kind of slow. No, I, I think it's a little. No, for me, I don't really care about him pace. in the cave. Like, uh. I'm going to watch the other two. It's not a bad movie. It's the best. I've always said, and I think I've said it on here plenty of times. It's doing and it's the best written out of the three. Probably is. Easily best written. Mm. So it's, but it's at least entertaining. Ryan's like, I do not like Batman Begins. <laughs> no, it's not that I don't like it, but I disagree. I think it's... that I, Because... Uh, uh, I It's not that I don't like it, but I don't... I remember seeing it in theaters, and I was like, okay, but the more I see it, the more I like it. But in comparison to its predecessor, it's... No, you six, not you a successor? Successor, sorry. Oh, I was like, what predecessor? Batman and Robin? Yeah, it's <laughs> way better. Leagues ahead. <laughs> like, it's funny because before this movie came out, I was a big Nolan fan already from like his, from Memento, from Insomnia. So I was like ready to go. So when I saw this, I was I was like, all right, Christopher Nolan is doing a Batman movie. It's going to be different. And then when I saw it right away, I was like in love for the fact that it was, a, it takes, they made it take place in the real world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they made Raza yeah. feel like a real it's, person, yeah. not like this like supernatural being. And yeah, we all know he's like you know the Lazarus Pit and all that stuff. And they made Raza feel like it's a real person. And they made Gotham feel like a real world, not like this you know. Well, it's the first Batman film to actually film in the real world, not just on set. So I thought Christian Bale was fantastic as Bruce Wayne. I think he's the best Bruce Wayne out of all the all the Batmans. He he, to me he portrayed that arrogance better than anybody. Bruce Wayne is an arrogant fuck, and he's supposed to be an arrogant fuck. And I think he does a great job as portraying oh, portraying that. I don't think anyone's top him as Bruce. Close second will be Michael Keaton. Arrogant? Michael Keaton's not arrogant. No, but I'm, talking, I'm just talking about as a Bruce Wayne character, not like the. You know what? If George Clooney was in a better Batman movie, because he was a he's a decent he has like the whole billionaire personality thing going in like Batman and Robin. I think he could have been a good Bruce Wayne at least. I don't know about Batman, but like he could have been a decent Bruce Wayne if he was in a better movie. Yeah, and that's true. Like, I, sh- shout out to Christian again. He's like George Clooney in real life is real life Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. True. Chris is on top of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and also uh, K- Katie Holmes, hands down, best Rachel. If I have yes. to have Rachel. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. The funny thing is that if I think I have now to have a ra- if I have to have a Rachel, then it's gonna be her. It's- Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> it's funny because I actually, Sometimes. I actually, 
I don't know if you guys agree. I think Maggie Gyllenhaal is a better actress than Katie Holmes. Oh yeah, oh, of course. But the but fact like that Katie I didn't Holmes. like her at all as as Rachel in The Dark Knight, it was the only thing that held Katie Holmes back in Batman Begins is that she looks young, like she looks too young for the position she's in. But other than that, like she was fine. Like, like yeah, she like was perfectly fine in that role. And, and I also... you know, she wanted to come back for the sec or well, they wanted her back for the second one. A lot of people didn't. But uh, that, I think that was a Tom Cruise decision. Why she didn't come back for the second one? Oh, Thomas. Oh, Thomas. And she she did Mad Money instead with Queen Latifah and Diane Lee. Diane. That was terrible. <laughs> Wait, what? Mad she Money. She did Mad what Money. She took Mad Money instead of the dark. It's like three old ladies stealing from a bank. No, it was terrible. like set it off, but with like white people. <laughs> it's Queen Latifah, Latifah not, not white. white. <laughs> oh, it was. It set it off. It's two white people with Queen Latifah. Two white people with Queen Latifah. Um, was gonna say it's that. It's a sequel to set it off. <laughs> I I love his introduction too. When uh when you first see Batman for the first time in the movie, I thought that was strong, and I love 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 the end with uh the heart. It's hark back to a uh, year one, the end of the book, where uh Gordon and and Batman are on the rooftop, and um how he uh he showed the Joker card, yeah. and Nolan has stated that he didn't you know that wasn't a setup for a sequel. It was just the way he wanted to end the film because yeah. they had to see how the movie does. So I thought that was fantastic. I. Love, 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 love Batman Begins. So, yeah, it's good. I mean, like, I saw it three times in the theater. I saw it twice. So much I liked it. What What else yeah. did DC release in 2005? Constantine? Constantine. I don't think it's terrible. I don't think it's terrible. The TV show yeah, is not bad. It's not, oh, it's, it's, not it's not hot garbage. I don't think it's hot garbage. Com- com- it's mildly new form. <laughs> compared for, for to. Movies, uh, that for a movie that has Shia LaBeouf in the cast, not so bad. Exactly. I mean, compared to um, 2005's Marvel, which released Fantastic Four, mm. and okay, uh, okay, let's like let's not shit on Fantastic Four. It's no. okay. Stop. I enjoy it. I'm I gonna, enjoy it a lot. I'm gonna, it's I'm, better than a new one. I'm gonna be like, guys, I'm gonna hold this movie at a higher standard. Fantastic no, Four. Is oh, garbage. wait, whatever. Okay, the thing <laughs> is, that Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. I think it's a hard comic books adapt because like it seems to be like a little bit more like kid friendly than the other ones so the fact that like it was a little bit more kid friendly i didn't mind like it kind of like it for me that it was fine for what it was like it's yeah. it i mean and yeah and you're looking at it now you guys probably think it's better than that new one that came out like a couple years ago 100%, oh hell yeah yeah it's better well, it's but funny it because the fact mean- that they made it so kid friendly the funny thing about the fact that they try to make that of all the characters kid friendly when uh, Stan Lee was making uh, Fantastic Four. He intended for it not to be kid friendly, to have be deeper and be more adult and have the character development better than any other comic, and that's what it was praised for. That's how Fantastic Four got so big. And you know what the thing so is? Like, I hate Michael Chiklis. No, what the Shield, man? I do not like the Shield. So oh, I like the wrestling group, the Shield. I just don't like the show, the Shield. <laughs> But yeah, I I, do, I I don't like Michael Chiklis. And then 2005 <laughs> also had uh, I also, I also oh, don't. And they, made, and they made Jessica Alba, uh, Howard Jessica Alba, and Chris Evans' brother and sister. They never explained that. <laughs> <laughs> and then also um, they made uh, Electra. 2005 was also Electra. Mm, the movie tattoos. <laughs> they thought they thought because we liked her in Daredevil that we wanted a whole oh, movie. Friend, it gets worse for 2000 for the 2000s for Marvel. Jen, what's to, up for 2006 from for DC? 2006, we have 
V for Vendetta. Great movie. Great movie. <laughs> then we have Superman Returns. Caught a bullet in the <laughs> It's just that was a solid long. scene, though. That was a solid scene. And then we also have Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut. That's the one that I was telling you about that they it got so released. So that was re-edited. Uh, they re-edited the director's cut film, and it was a director's Yeah, you guys, you guys have to check that out. I right, plan on it now. 2007? <laughs> I mean, 2006. That's it for 2006? That's it. All right, 2006 for Marvel. We get X-Men The Last Stand. Solid. I enjoy that movie. Solid garbage. There's some. No, no, it's fun. It's it's there's great scenes in it. I mean, yes, there, those. The only, it's almost like the Justice League for me because it does it have its problems. Yes, is it the best? Is it you know the best thing ever since I spread? Hell no. But it's fun. I can watch it. I can turn it on. No problem. It's, uh, it's better than Justice League. I'll just say that. I don't think it's better oh, than Justice League. Uh, I I no, I don't. Think that. Last Stand is just fucking good. Yeah, I, I, I don't. And I don't like. Brett Ratner, any credit for anything? My favorite thing on last stand is uh, the the Charles Xavier death scene. That was pretty solid. Yeah, I hate that good. too. You hated that scene. I hate that too. What? Uh, Christian, so Christian chiming in. He wants us everyone to know that uh, X Men Three: The Last Stand is hashtag straight trash, homie. Straight, that's a weird and hashtag. Scene, <laughs> no. Like them trying to like talk to Jean Grey at her house. Like that whole scene is really good. Yeah, I think so. I like the, the end. Side. I got I got nothing. I I don't like it at all. You had a juggernaut bitch. Oh god, I was about to say that. Yeah, I'm the juggernaut. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I, and I, I like laugh. how I like how Iceman kind of forgets that he's dating Rogue and is like, oh, what's up, Ellen Page? Right, yo, the shit kicked the curb. <laughs> oh, but Ellen Page was like ten years younger. Than he goes secured for him. Damn it. Well, not for him, but like you know, she she wants to be able to you know touch him. But I'm not. I'm not done with uh, 2006 and Marvel. 2006 also brought us Spider-Man Three. Straight garbage. That's, that's worse than the X-Men last was the hashtag? Straight garbage, homie. Yeah. Hashtag straight garbage, homie. Straight, straight trash. Yeah. Straight trash, trash homie. homie. My bad. We got we got emo Spider-Man, which I guess is hilarious in its own right. It's like dancing. <laughs> jazz hands, everybody. Jazz hands. <laughs> Christian wants everyone to know that he loves when Gene just evaporates people for no reason. She's angry. <laughs> she's angry. She's mad. No, yeah. man. It's just no. Oh, it's just terrible. That's not what I expected. Out of the <laughs> she ripped stuff. him apart by Molly. Oh, you know what? Right? I just want to put this out there now. I really hope because I'm really I love the. Have you read the Dark Phoenix like saga or the no, Phoenix saga in general? They, I hope they do it right. It's one of the most like well written like comic book stories like I've ever read, and I got I've always wanted a good movie version of it, and we didn't get it with the Last Stand, and I hope. They get it right with his new one. I hope so too. Well, with the way Fox has been doing well with it, and if the rumors are true with Fox and Marvel, you never know. Well, I I I want to correct myself. 2007 was Spider-Man three, not 2006. Well, you mean either a year a year earlier or a year late? It's still pretty bad. (laughs) But 2007 also brought us Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh boy. Dude, they and, had so many plans for that. I remember they were going to spin off Silver Surfer into his own movie. They had like a and, lot of plans. And I'm not done yet. 2007 also brought us Ghost Rider. Oh, that was trash. Oh, that's hot garbage too. Marvel's. Oh, Nicolas Cage? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So you see Marvel <laughs> is just dropping, dropping, dropping. What uh, two, until they get to the certain movie. 2007? Anything for DC in 2007? Nope. Quiet. Nothing for 2007. It's quiet for DC in 2007. But so, I think I think they make a little impact in 2008. 
I, I think so. A little, yeah. Just, a, just, a, just a tiny. There's no movie in 2008. You're killing me right now. I should have taken DC and given it Marvel. Why don't you drop another bad movie instead? Do I talk about it? I'll talk about it. I'll start with Marvel because Marvel has a few in 2008 as a Punisher Warzone. Oh, Lord. Which I've never seen. I've never even seen it. Have any of you seen it? Yeah, I think it was supposed to be a sequel. I think it is a sequel to it. Where's Christian? Has Christian Christian seen it? He can chime in. Let's see. Christian is a sixth cast member right now. No, I've never seen it. I didn't even bother seeing it. Yeah, it's. I've never seen it either. Jeremy thinks that he doesn't know uh, why it was a good idea to cast Topher Grace as Venom. I don't think anyone knows. I guess because that seventy show was big. Because Topher Grace is kind of like a name back then. And that good movie that I I, I like the In Good Company or whatever it's called. That's such a random movie to like, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, like when, I like Win a Date but, with but Todd like Hamilton. But like Jumperoo Boogaloo. Oh, I love Win a Date with Todd Hamilton. Oh, man. Jen and I need to watch movies together. You heard yeah, G? Yeah, we do. <laughs> In good companies, random, but like Jumperoo Boogaloo is not random. Electric Boogaloo. Wow. <laughs> you did it right. <laughs> Jumperoo Boogaloo. <laughs> and then, but, um, but 2008 was also big for Marvel because it was pretty much the beginning of the MCU. Beginning of the MCU. With Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk, both solid movies. Came out the same year. Yeah, both oh, came yes. out a few Love months Iron apart. Uh, May was Iron Man, and then uh, Ju- June was uh, 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 Incredible Hulk. And when both you think, solid. Uh, came you out. think Edward Norton regrets being difficult to work yeah, with? Yeah, probably does. Absolutely, <laughs> probably does. Paycheck. If he was been in all these movies, if he wasn't so difficult. Agreed. The funny thing is. Um, you have Iron Man and Incredible Hulk, and it wasn't the best movie of 2008. Was it? Why don't you tell us what the best movie of 2008 was? The Dark Knight. Dun, dun, dun. It's the greatest comic book movie of all time. <laughs> it won two Oscars and what? nominated for six more. What, what, what Oscars did it win? Well, now I need to pull that Save up. Save the best for last, please. Eagle. <laughs> you know, hold on. Okay, I'll tell her. It won. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Uh, let's see. It won. Well, it was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. It was, well, wasn't Heath just Ledger nominated won. for Best Supporting Actor. But there you go. Oh, my God. Go Heath ahead. Ledger won Best Supporting Actor and also won, I believe, <laughs> sound, sound Editing. editing. Oh. I found it. The so, other nominations were for Best Art Direction, Cinematography, Sound Mixing, Visual Effects, Makeup, and Film Editing. And that's why I say that. If The Dark Knight wasn't nominated for Best Picture, no comic book film, unless it's better than The Dark Knight, will ever be nominated for Best Picture. Agreed. Yeah. It, it's, it's uh, just... You know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised to hear a Logan or Wonder Woman when they announce nominations. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Logan well, really I'm not saying that they should be there. I mean, I don't know. Like, if you look at it from a technical standpoint, because Logan and Wonder Woman, if you're just counting reviews, are some of the best reviewed movies of the year. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think I think there's a reason they're pushing them for Oscars. Like they're campaigning for it. But I mean, they campaigned campaign for it. They campaigned for comic book films before. So, and it's also just the way the Oscars are like set in terms of being nominated. I think it's just preferential ballot. So, like some people might actually just leave it off the ballot completely, and that might affect where you know. If, like if I think I nominated. think Gal might get a Golden Globe nomination. I wouldn't be surprised. I that one doesn't wouldn't shock me if it gets. A globe and I wouldn't be surprised if she won, and I'd be okay with it. Like just, she's I'd be like, gonna, all right, she's whatever. not gonna, she's not gonna, 
Well, when? Don't the Golden Globe. Oh. Uh, let Giselle from Fast. Damn it, let her win. Yeah, no, she... actually, I'd rather have <laughs> Patty Jenkins be nominated. Patty Jenkins over... not getting nominated. <laughs> yeah, the best the, director uh... feels kind of crowded, right? I but think. yeah, back, back, back to the Dark Knight. Always fucking hate. And you guys love it too, except Ryan. Ryan like said like Joker's not as good as everyone gonna make it out to be. Well, I, I always never have said that. that said if you took the Joker out of it, it's not that good of a movie. I still think I it's have... a good movie regardless. Wait, if you take the Joker out, it wouldn't be a movie. Yes, it is. Like no, it's two villains like, in the movie. You, look, no, what they're saying is like if the, you look well, at the scenes with him. Like if you look at the scenes without him, they think it's not a great movie until he's in it. Really, it, all his scenes make the movie great. That's not like a dumb argument. Not really, because the, the, pretty much the story arc is Harvey Dent. If they wouldn't have done the Joker causing it, they would have done it the Maroni way, the way he was really caused. So the Two Face would have been a, a fine villain if they just let it at him. So I don't he think does. it's a stupid argument at all. Actually, I just think it's people that like to that don't really pay attention to the movie and don't study it. And just think because the Joker's so great that it's not really a good movie without it. I just think it's foolish that people don't really look at the whole aspect of the film. I think the Joker is the best part of the movie. And it's because it's one of the greatest performances of all time. And I think it's... I just think that people like focus on that and don't focus on the entire movie. And I think it, it's... I just think it's silly in, in the long run because there's, there's more... Yeah, the Joker is the greatest part of the film. But I think there's other great aspects. I mean, in, two, in 2017, people like to feel that way. But in 2008, people were actually giving Aaron Eckhart credit as like, oh, yeah, this guy was like, they made the two villain system work. And they, you know, that's something that wasn't really done that well. Batman and I Returns, think they, Batman and Robin. Well, no, not, not even Returns. that. And uh, Batman Forever uh, and forever. Batman Returns, Returns and all that stuff. So, I mean, I don't think it, it was ever done great. I think this one did it great. There are little aspects of, like I said, we talked about like Ra- Rachel. And I don't think. Anyone here like make uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal? No. I just don't like the character. I definitely agree she was a better actress, though. So. She, she is a better actress, easily. Harvey Squeeze. Scary. Yeah. So. I think I would care more if it was Katie Holmes. I don't think anyone would care, period, if it was Katie Holmes and Maggie Gyllenhaal. No, I would care more. Like, I actually I didn't care about her. I mean, I actually liked Katie Holmes. I didn't like Maggie Gyllenhaal. Mm. So I think I would care more. Like, that whole conflict about, like, Having to save like her, Harvey Dent. I mean, I it, it works in the movie for uh, overall, but I was like, I don't really care what happens to her because I didn't really yeah. like her that much. Well, I mean, is there anything else you guys don't like about the Dark Knight, or do we all agree it's the best comic? I mean, my it is, but my only problem with all the Nolan verse is the Batman voice always pisses me off. That's like, I hate like that raspy. It's just nitpicking. Yeah, well, I'm just, like I'll the voice, like the raspy. The Dark Knight is. It's not really a problem with the movie. It's the problem that every comic book movie that kind of came after that, like if it's it. as, it's not as dark and gritty and like serious, then it's automatically not good for some yep. people. I I'm, I see what it you mean. It became like the new standard of like this is how you make a comic book movie, which is fine because that it's a great comic book movie. But every universe doesn't have to be like that. Agreed. I think that's the only thing that that's. I think that's the bad thing that came out of that. Those three movies, like that whole trilogy, being successful, is that like okay, now they all have to be like really gritty, really serious, almost like award worthy kind of movies every single time they come out. Yeah, I know. I I, yeah, I, I mean, it, and I don't think that's an effect of. I mean, it's just 
shows how good that movie and influential it was that people right. want, like, people it's like, to it's this like day want to copy its tone. Movie, you know? Yeah, it's like that with any type of movie. Like you can even look at it with like the horror genre. Like when something like Scream is successful, then you just copy that. Like that's what you know. Any genre that kind of has like a hit, it's like okay, now we all they need to all be like that. And but I I, I actually seen that with some critics when they review comic book movies, like they they'll, they'll directly compare it to like something like The Dark Knight, and you can't do that with all of them. Yeah, no, I agree. But yeah, right I agree one hundred percent. Like with, and it looks like like despite the fact Marvel started off strong. Like, DC seems to, like, have caught up. Wait, Ryan, what were you going to say? No, like, with um, with The Dark Knight, like, I love it to death. It's one, it is a movie that even me and Casey can just put on anytime. Anytime it's on and we're searching, we'll put it on and love it. Every single thing. With, and it depends on the character with The Darkness. Like, you know, we complained with, you know, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but BVS being so dark when Superman shouldn't be dark. You know, certain characters don't need to be dark and certain characters, like Batman needs a nice dark, because that's who he is. He's a dark knight for a reason. Right. Um, but, you know, if we, I don't want to see a dark, uh, like I said, Superman. I don't want to see a dark Fantastic Four movie, I don't because those characters shouldn't be dark. I mean, if you're going to take anything, take the character development, take the, you know, what's it called? Like the Oh my god, the words on the tip of my tongue. The like about the amount of effort you put in. The no, I was thinking like the amount of effort that each person put into each character and put like the the heart that is in that movie and just the nice ride that it took you on. And you know, seeing Harvey Dent go from uh, you know the all, the beacon of hope to a broken man. And by the way, my other and I'm skip. Uh, is the fact that why did Batman need to take the rap? Why couldn't they just say the Joker did it? Like that's always bothered me. Yeah. Oh, and the, uh, oh, yeah. Because well, I mean, anyone to be the hero that got them deserved, not the one it needs, or the one it wanted, and then it dreamed of, and then somehow. What? It's always bothered me. Exactly. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's not his speech at the end. <laughs> that's how that speech was. <laughs> the ending was confusing. That's the biggest. Like, what? Batman Begins had the best ending, <laughs> but that ending, like, oh, oh I'm gonna take the rap really because no, that whole like build no, up. I do. Music. Yeah, oh. the Dark Knight ending is solid. I think it's extremely solid. I, I, I like Batman Begins ending because of the whole uh, uh, shout shout out to the, the year one. Yeah. But I, I prefer the Dark Knight ending. I love the ending of that movie. I just don't see why he takes the blame. That bothers me every time I watch it. <laughs> Could just blame it on the Joker. No one else would have known. Well, Lou, but, I like your explanation, even though. <laughs> well, I think I think I think because I, throw that out there. I think as Batman is that, I guess, beaming light that doesn't put the blame on someone else. Because the Joker didn't really kill all those people. It was Harvey Dent, so he's not going to be like the Joker did it. You know, I guess it was just showing that he's, you know, you're, yeah. Um, Harvey Dent did it, but we're not going to just blame anyone else. So I'm going to take my responsibility for it. So, I mean, it's just the whole, you know, the whole character of Batman is always like, I don't have to be liked. It's just, you know, I, I will be what I have to be. So, but yeah, sure. we, so far, I mean, we're getting to the end of the 2000s. And to round it out, 2009 only had uh, one of G's favorite movies, X Men Origins Wolverine. Yes, yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. <sighs> 
2009 for. What does DC have in 2009? Watchmen. And that's a solid movie too. Great movie. It's so good. I wish more people. So like, we get to the end of the decade. Is there anyone that doesn't think DC got this decade too? Uh, I don't know. You only have like. I'm pretty tied for me. I think it's kind of tied. We're gonna go even on this one. Dark Dark Knight franchise and the X Men franchise. DC gets it by like by. I I'm, I'm going to go with DC because out of all of them, if we're going to be tied, the tiebreaker would be which one had the best movie out of all of them. No, and it would be the Dark Knight. I think I'm going with Marvel because they had two franchises built there, Spider-Man and X-Men. So I'm going with Marvel. I'm even going though, DC. Even though DC does have the best movie. I'm going with DC. I'm going with DC. Kinda, yeah, I'm still even. I don't know. I, I think there's too, I think there's too many good Marvel movies in that clump for me to be like one wins over the other. And I actually you know, oh, close. But but with DC you only have like the Dark Knight trilogy. I'm not saying that it's like nothing, but like it's you know you have uh, you have good movies from other franchises as opposed to a bunch like three good movies in one franchise. Well, Watchmen was also good. You just stated oh, that Watchmen, Watchmen was good. So I mean I I still go for DC. Watchmen Constantine. Constantine, so. we're just hit again. <laughs> I mean, the two, and then we get to, I mean, then we get into the 2010s, and it's pretty much over here. DC takes a nap. Two, 2010s, everyone agreed this Marvel, so we can just we can end that conversation there, but we can go through the movies anyway. Yeah. Um, so 2010 had Iron Man two, which is my least favorite DC, I mean Marvel MCU film. It's so fun. <laughs> it's good. It's fun. I like it. It's that's not That's the one with Whiplash, right? Yeah, it's actually the movie that yeah. has like it's one about like my least favorite probably Marvel villain would probably be him. I think the problem with Iron Man Two is that it has to set up other stuff. Like it doesn't feel like its own movie. Yeah, like I, I it sets up the whole like adventures. Like because you have like uh, Nick Fury and then you have Black Widow in it, and like it's it feels like it's like more of a setup movie rather than uh, its own thing. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. The Black Widow setup was pretty good in that movie. I don't know. She was awesome in it. Her yeah, fight they, scene. They, they didn't advertise her as Black Widow right, in trailers. <laughs> I don't believe and so. And then no. watching the movie, you're like, oh, yeah. what the fuck? And then 2000, yeah, that was it for 2010 for Marvel. Uh, what do you have for DC? 2010 saw The Losers, which is That's a comic movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it was a Jonah Hex. Ugh. Oh, my God. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he has his <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Um, 2011 was uh, Thor, X-Men First Class, Captain America, the first Avenger. Solid, solid, solid. And Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, there's a crap. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're three for four. Oh. I love how they even like, try to put Ghost Rider in the, DC, in the MCU. Now they like, don't know it, that's why. You get your little straight to DVD sequel. And game hey, they use, they use him okay on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but like, none of you guys watch it. So. No, I don't watch that nonsense. Uh, I, I watch it. You I watch it? I liked him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoyed, it. and I enjoyed the fact that they did uh, the other Ghost Rider, not the Nicolas Cage one, in it. So it was nice and to use the different. Ages of Shield. That show got so much better after its first initial episode. After, after um, in my eyes, it got better right after Winter Soldier. Winter right Soldier, after yeah, that, like, right after that. Yeah, because everyone they tied in perfectly, and they went off of that, and I can't miss an episode. <laughs> and then 2011 for DC had. 2011 had uh, Green Lantern. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Oh, damn. That's it, right? Damn. Yeah. Yeesh. <laughs> That's enough. That's 
Yeah. What happened? Marvel well, wins. It was Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Oh, wait, no. We have to talk about Brunette. Serena Vanderwoosen. They're going to put the duck. And here we go with Gossip Girl Talk. We have to bring I mean, if anything, can we just say that she was pretty? Yeah. Good range. Well, I mean, <laughs> she was pretty. You're not going to unpretty Serena. No, you can't. And uh, they, fell in love. they fell in love in real life. <laughs> so this movie. After he oh, married ScarJo first. Oh, did he cheat on her? No, no, they didn't cheat. Ryan Reynolds wins that yeah. life. Blake, 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 Blake Serena <laughs> Vander Woodson. No, no, because that's when uh, Blake Lively was like hooking up with Leonardo DiCaprio. She hooked up with Leo? Yeah, he's gotten everybody. Lucky Would bastard. you not? <laughs> uh, well, I oh, come on. Like, yeah, like she, uh, I, they talked about it like when they were doing the thing on Gossip Girl, like she had to shoot in L.A. for Savages, which is why some of Gossip Girl takes place in L.A. in yeah. season five. And she was also dating Leonardo DiCaprio then. And like gallivanting with him all over the place. <laughs> gallivanting. On his Gallivant. yacht. I mean, I feel like when you're with Leo, you gallivant. You do. <laughs> and you hang out with super soakers. And you get to hang out with Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Mad yeah, <happy>. that too. <laughs> you get to be part of the pussy posse. Awesome. Shout out to the pussy posse. <laughs> <laughs> so as we, as we round out the end of, uh, I guess, the 2010s, where since 2012 had the Avengers, which... I prefer the Dark Knight Returns. Actually, no, I do prefer a Dark Knight Returns. I prefer the Avengers over Dark Knight Rises. And then, what? Yeah, I like the Avengers over Dark Knight Rises. I mean, they're both good. They're both really yeah, good. So, just, and then um, the Amazing Spider-Man was 2012. I well. like it. I know a lot of people don't like it. But it's it's perfectly fine. It's good. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's fine. fine. I like Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I think Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man. 2012 for DC was Dark Knight Rises, right? And that's it. It kind of sucks. Yeah, that and we got overshadowed by what happened in Colorado too. Like they didn't really get to like. I, I mean, I know they promoted it, but like a lot of the actors canceled like a lot of their personal appearances after the shooting in Colorado on its opening night. So like it was weird how like the Dark Knight Rises like it made it made money and like kind of like but it was like a low key kind of thing during that summer, and it was like a weird time to go to the movies too. Like I remember when I saw it on opening day, that was the first time I went to a movie theater that had like armed police officers at the movie theater. Oh wow. And yeah, like, I went next day. I went next I went next day after everything. I went that Friday and I remember sitting there and I just and that was the first time I was kind of not totally into the movie just because I was looking around so much, like just making sure. And it just sucked. But then I saw it again well, and I'm like, I okay. find all my exits. Uh, I saw Dark Knight Rises oh, yeah. like seven times. No, four times. Four times. Dark I saw, Knight, it I saw seven times. I saw it three times. I always make bring this up though. Like one of them was at the drive-in, and it was a double feature of Dark Knight Rises and Step Up Revolution. <laughs> what? <laughs> Step Up Revolution. <laughs> it was the, the Step Up Revolution was second, so that makes it worse that we stayed and watched it. <laughs> that's terrible. The sequel to Step Up to the Streets. And then pretty much after. That's not, even the, that's not even the direct sequel. There was also Step Up 3D after oh, Step Up yeah. 3D. <laughs> I don't so, know how that works. Was 3D? David hates that we. <laughs> But uh, 2013, I mean, it, it's pretty much downhill from here for uh, for DC after Dark Knight Rises. Uh, 2013 for Marvel was Iron Man 3, The Wolverine, which is good, and um, uh, Thor The Dark World. Also good. It just takes Wolverine I enjoyed. With the sequel to Thor is that it takes itself way too seriously, which is why I'm glad they fixed that with the new one. Ragnarok. What about, yeah, uh, what about Jen for yeah. DC? Uh, 2013, we saw Man of Steel. Woof. 
So here's a yeah. so here's that here's like here's what I think about the whole Dark Knight thing. I think Man of Steel is a direct like uh, result of like trying to make it I like actually, when, yeah. it's funny we reviewed that this week. We reviewed the entire DCU and I actually wrote that in my review that I think it was trying to be too much like the Dark Knight trilogy and it failed. It does not need to be dark. Like yeah. Superman's not a character. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. So that's where I think we agree on that. I, I blame you, Christopher Nolan, and your producing credit. <laughs> 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 he accidentally walked into a meeting and got produced. <laughs> and that was it for DC in 2013, right? That's correct. All right. Yeah. 2014, it just gets worse for DC. Uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, The Amazing Spider-Man awesome. 2, X-Men Days of Future Past, and Guardians of the Galaxy. You go three for four here, and it's not just three for four. It's like high three for four. Yeah, The, the Winter Soldier. Emily Van Camp, Revenge, I have to do it. Sorry. Love you. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Anything for DC in 2014? Nope. 2015. Quiet. Avengers Age of Ultron, which I do not like that much. I'm okay with it's it. not bad, though. Uh, it's bad. whatever. Yeah. Uh, Ant-Man, which I really liked. Ant-Man was good. And the hot garbage of Fantastic Four. Straight garbage. Worst movie I've ever seen. Is that director still in hiding? Yeah. I feel like <laughs> He should be. It's us too because he made Chronicle, which is not bad. Chronicle was good. Chronicle was good. But he, I mean, mm. he made a tragic mistake of blaming the studio, and then like about like when the reviews came out for Fantastic Four, he's like, "Well, that's not my cut. That's not what I made." Like, oh well, you're not gonna get a job again. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, 2015 for DC. Nope. Quiet again. Crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> and then we, and then we get to 2016. And well, 2016 for Marvel was Deadpool, solid Captain America: Love Civil War, Doctor Strange, X Men Apocalypse. I've not seen Doctor Strange. I think you probably wouldn't like it. Yeah, wait, why? Why would you're like not it? gonna like it? I, yeah, I did you like it? I liked it a lot. But <laughs> I liked it a lot. I, 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 I can kind of see where your taste. <laughs> I haven't disliked a Marvel movie in the MCU, so uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I don't think you don't like it. There's a lot of people Wait, I know that what, don't like. What do you guys Strange. think about X Men Apocalypse? Because I know that guy kind of got mixed reaction from. People. I don't hate it. I don't think it's as bad I as people it. make it out to be. I like it. It's fine. It's a solid five. It's enjoyable. I still can't believe that Olivia Munn turned down the female lead in Deadpool to do that because she said it was a stronger female character, even though oh, she doesn't say shit really. In Olivia Munn, what do you expect? I know. I mean, I mean, it just ask your argument that she sucks, but like, it, yeah, it, I, I just don't get the, I don't get the logic. Like, how do you go like, oh, that's not, she needed saving. I'm like, yeah, but it. you barely have any lines in X Men Apocalypse. Shout you look the part. Shout out to Olivia <laughs> Munn for putting a like a Santeria curse on Iron Rogers. I got him hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, she look, she looks the part though. She looks like she's, she looks did. solid. She looks really good. Whatever, she looks okay. That's a Damn, bad. you don't like her at all. Can't get recruited. <laughs> no, that's not gonna happen. Um, but as we keep going to, I guess this year. Uh, no, I'm so Oh yeah, there's no, DC got, movies to talk about. She put a Santeria curse on Aaron Rodgers. I'm so laughing. At so 2016, we saw Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, Wolf, and Suicide Squad, Academy Award winner, Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, because oh. all that really good makeup. All that really good makeup. That really, really good makeup. So silly. Now let me ask you: Do you think so? We noticed, right? So, Man of Steel came out in 2013, and then we didn't have anything for like two, three years here 
like a three-year gap almost for DC movies. But Marvel came out with like a slew of them. Do you think in the end, because DC wasn't producing the films during that time, it kind of hurt it a little bit? Because Marvel, I mean, Marvel films are great, but I think the fact that they didn't have any other competition during that time definitely hurt DC a little bit more. I don't think they knew what they were going to do. Like, I don't like. Did did they always know that they were going to do Batman versus Superman or was Superman? I actually. it was supposed people, to be like, ma- it was supposed to be Man of Steel. It was supposed to be like another Dark Knight trilogy, but it was supposed to be Man of Steel. I wrote that in my review, like towards the end. I was like, you know, DC. What people, what fans didn't know is that Man of Steel was the beginning of the, the DCEU. Like Iron Man kind of set everything up as a universe. Man but of I Steel think when didn't. they did Iron Man, they already had the foresight and they planned. Yeah, out they did. What they were That's what I'm do. saying. Iron Man. But set- DC, they only did Man of Steel, and then they were like, oh, let's make it a universe, and then they didn't think it through to who specifically would be in this universe. Like they didn't, it, it just seems like their organization, right, is shit. So, uh, comparatively, right? Not good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're, I feel like Marvel meticulously planned everything they were doing when they were building their universe and Warner Brothers and DC did not. Okay. And now they're, and now they're desperately trying to play catch up and it's and not then, working. And then, under, cool. under the Wonder Woman, it's not working. And then closing out, closing out uh, the 2000s, 10 to two, uh, 2010s. This year we had Logan, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, oh. Spider-Man Homecoming, and Thor Ragnarok. And DC oh, had Wonder week, Woman right? and Justice, Justice League. League. So another win for for uh, Marvel. Marvel on that. So but yeah. a, a good a good solid entry with Wonder Woman for DC. Yeah, and in the future it looks like we're Marvel is just gonna keep going. I mean. Yep. Black Panther, New Mutants, Infinity War, the Deadpool, Deadpool Two, Ant Man and the Wasp, Venom, Dark Man. X-Men, that's Dark all. Phoenix. That's all just next year. That's not even like going further. And then 2019, we have Gambit, Captain Marvel, another uh, second Avengers film, another Avenger film, another uh, Spider Man Homecoming sequel, Silver and Black. And then 2020 is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. So doesn't look like it's gonna stop for Marvel. Yeah. Uh, DC man, you gotta get your shit together. And yeah, DC has Aquaman for 2018, and then 2019 will have Shazam and Wonder Woman two, and that's it. So you just got your ass beat. Yeah, and then like Chin, uh, Chris Chin again, uh, he pretty much says what I've been saying as well. Like they put all their they put all their cookies, they put all their chips on the wrong person, and that was Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder had never done anything to show that he had any you know ability to carry a fucking universe i mean they well finally... he did, i mean he did Watchmen though i mean like yeah, it's that's not one like he's movie. a that's one movie one movie you're not gonna carry your i don't universe. think he, I, I honestly don't blame him entirely i feel like a lot of that is just studio interference too like he got like you, it's you not know, his... <laughs> you know man like i i i i can say that with the others like with the what's going on right now but man of steel is not a great movie and i don't think that i think he he has like this idea of wanting to do everything from kind of he's a, I can say he's a comic book mark he wants to do everything from from page to screen like he wanted to do Dark Knight Returns with B versus S and he just made a fucking mess and then he wanted to mm. he, he wanted to do he wants to be like from page to screen and it just doesn't work he's, he's never been like he's never been a director that's like solid I don't I don't I don't for I don't think he's any good and that's the problem I never thought he was good at all outside of Watchmen and Dark Dawn of the Dead, like now they're getting it right with Jeff Johns. 
but that's you know i don't even i might be too late so, I, I, mean, in, I guess the, I, just, I guess I just blame the studio more than him for like some of the stuff that goes on with those movies. Like I feel like they, you can just—it seems like you can tell that they, their hand is in it so much, and like it, like it's not just—I mean, because there's a lot of money involved too. That's why I don't think it's like the problems are just with him. I think a lot of it has I, to I do agree. with. I agree. It's not. He's he's not the only problem. But I think in the long run, I mean, it's gonna—it's it's pretty much over. I think for the DCU. I think the big reason I wanted to do I really wanted to do this debate today is because despite the fact that DC has been, you know, awful for the majority of this decade, I wanted like listeners to realize that DC wasn't always garbage. And I think that oh, no, people people are prison, like fans and, you know, I think people with the, how fast the world works nowadays are prisoner of the moments and I've said it before, and I think that the fact that um people like want to shit on dc so much they're very forgetful about breakthroughs that dc made with comic book films well they did it first and they yeah they did it first and it's not you know it's not fair i think that dc gets such a bad rap because of how bad things are going now as opposed to how great things used to be with them and it sucks they wanted to they had their own formula and they wanted to copy marvel and that's where they failed we can all agree to that so but if they did things a little differently and just go back to being themselves. I think they can get back on track if they just want to do their standalones. But, you know, like I said, point, point I'm trying to make is DC is as a whole in the history of like combo films is not as bad as people like to make it out. Well, like do you think like Marvel has like just in form, does Marvel have stronger, more well-developed individual characters than DC does? Like outside of like Batman and Superman, that's yes. another yeah yeah I agree. That's another that's you know that's another problem with uh, DC is that Batman and Superman and I guess now you you can throw Wonder Woman in there. Hell, even the Flash are so ahead of the game in terms of being developed and liked that you know it kind of makes it more difficult. No, for, we can't use that excuse because both of them have good amount of characters and even, like, I Marvel, disagree a hundred percent. No, but like hundred percent, there's characters that DC could use that they're not using. Like where's Green Lantern right now? They 2011 called. <laughs> Yeah, but well, well so, yeah, they tried. They tried. They tried. We're trying to find an article with uh, stating that some other projects that DC is working on, but they're all in various stages of development, which could mean we may never even see these. They do want to do a movie in 2020 for Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, yeah, that's in the. Uh, I would love to see that. And what I'm saying, like with Marvel, Marvel has Ant Man. They have Guardians of the Galaxy. These are characters that people really didn't know. They like, didn't know, know but I didn't know, I did, I didn't know I, like, anything. And it. that's that's kind of where like the DC interest the comes in because stuff. like you look at Guardians of the Galaxy, especially Guardians of the Galaxy. All they needed was like you put everything together and you create some interest with a solid trailer and all that stuff. I mean, look at Cyborg. Perfect yeah, example. but yeah, with Lou that's, saying that there are other characters in the DC universe yeah, that they could bring three. out and they could make a movie for, and but, it, but look what they did with and Cyborg and Aquaman. No one's right interested. I'm not interested in well, a solo movie. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's a studio and a director's fault. And the character blandness. It's not DC. I, I can't. We can't put the blame on DC's characters. If the characters aren't interesting enough to make a yeah, movie about them, I'm with guys. I'm like, if the characters aren't interesting enough to make a movie about them. If they have, yeah, but these characters all have a rich history in the comic book narrative. Not necessarily. But, no, not all yes, of them. But 
I think it also I can also agree with Lewis in that in the sense that like they have all this history to delve through and then if they need to put this on the screen then it's the director and the writers decision on what they put on and they're the ones that have to make these characters interesting doesn't mean that they won't be interesting to someone they but they have to put the right elements of the of the character's history into the page and the screen so yeah like aquaman can be more i mean aquaman's there (coughs) but if he you know i don't really know anything about aquaman i think right now if marvel made an aquaman movie it'll be great well i think aquaman movie can be great i think Mm. but i'm just worried about it it could so we're gonna watch it yeah, Aquaman's either going <laughs> to turn out to be a great movie, or it's going to we're going to learn that he's almost like the Hulk of theirs, where not good to do a standalone, but great supporter, great. You know what? That's character. a good. That's a good statement. I can see that being the case. Actually, I don't want that to be the case, but I can see that being. Yeah, I want. I loved. I Aquaman was one of my favorite things in the Justice League. Like, every time he was on, I was very happy. There was not a like that lasso scene in. Uh, Justice League was so good and one of my oh, favorite scenes. That was scenes. actually funny. That was like one of the genuine <laughs> funny moments in the movie. Also, I think who they cast as these characters makes a difference because, to be honest, I knew nothing about Ant Man, and so for me to watch it, like I was like more interested Wait, because like Paul I Rudd. love Paul Rudd because I know Paul Rudd is gonna bring his A game and he's gonna be funny. And then it was like I wanted to see it because yeah. of Paul Rudd. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like this is an interesting story. Like Hank Pym and you know everything going in there and then now we have ant-man and the wasp and i like that fact like oh look this is another female character that i never knew anything about so now i'm interested to see them together in the movie and delve more into their history christian says aquaman is interesting but he has no interest in jason momoa i like jason momoa is it kind of like what do people think of him as an actor because i really i don't know him from much because i don't i didn't i don't watch game of thrones so i don't I've well, never really seen him. on Game of Thrones for like a few episodes. Yeah. Okay, so I don't really know anything of him, so I thought he was fine, but I, I have nothing to compare it to. I really know more that he's married to Lisa Bonet. Yeah, that's all I know him for. And everyone on TMZ, all the girls in the office, thinks he's like gorgeous. That's all I know about him. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah, he's gorgeous, else. but that's but that's the other thing, is that that's not going to bring... Like, if they don't write his lines well, his dialogue, and he's not delivering it, and he's not bringing that charisma for the character, it's also going to be like, right, can you carry your own movie? But I guess it's enough that they, right, isn't James Wan, didn't he direct Aquaman? He directed So you bring in a good director, and and the story, hopefully, I mean, I don't know if he co-wrote that or wrote the screenplay for it, but, you know, it makes a difference, so. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy stated that uh, Jason Momoa was in Stargate Atlantis. Thank you. Has anybody seen Stargate Atlantis? No, I, I don't not. know what that is. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, I was but, like, uh, but I mean, a lot of people. The like DC him. well. What are you saying, right? The DC well. DC well is so deep and interesting and so many different characters and so rich and like, you know, there's so many different aspects you can go with. And I mean, just in the Batman family alone, like you can do a you know, Batman, and you can do Nightwing, you can do a bunch of different Robins. You have, you know, even the, like, Dark Knight uh, Returns with, you know, the futuristic and especially with the political climate, you can really play off of that. You can play off of uh, Car- uh, Carrie Kelly. You can play off of different Superman. You can, I mean, we 
you know, me and Jen both agree Supergirl can work on the small screen. Why not on the big screen? Yeah, the first time that first big screen was not good, but do it well and do it right. You can do yeah, so well. And right the one thing I agree with. Exactly. That That's a good example, because like the TV, the TV world seems to be making it work because I had no interest in Supergirl, really. But then the show ended up being decent. And I, awesome. like it. Um, I had I do nothing about Legends of Tomorrow, but I watch that. Because it's highly entertaining and like they make good yeah. use of the characters they're using. So like I think, I mean, there is potential there. I, I, like I, I keep saying this. I don't know how DC keeps. Like I wish the TV people would work on the movies. Like I like they seem to be getting it right. And, like, yeah. well, the funny thing is, you were saying the funny thing is, is sorry. The funny thing is is that uh, you like I said. There's the animated universe, and that is so good and so well done. And I know there's a huge difference between cinematic, but, you know, we complain about some of the writing and the plot holes, and there's really none in the animated movie verse, and there's just such a well done. So wait, it's like almost like... Wait, wait, did you just say there's no plot problems with the DC animated films? Not that I haven't so seen. you think The Killing Joke is a good movie? No, I'm talking about the in their the animated jo- universe. Hold up, hold up, hold the up. Killing Joke? The no, Killing no, no, Joke no. is a good movie. What's wrong with The Killing Joke? I didn't say oh, the I'm killing sorry. joke. I'm the talking that they, about that, that there's a Barbara Gordon is a strong character and she limits herself to a fucking like a fangirl Batman who he fuck who he fucks. Well, that's... that was the director. Wait, hold up, on the hold film. up. We're talking about the movie though. Are we talking about the movie? Was that yeah, the movie the that movie. was released? Yeah. Yeah, but that was the director's I'm... choice. And it, 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 I'm saying there's. But um... how's that? Sh- you, your guys are stating that the an- there's nothing wrong with DC animated films. We can't talk about director's choice or not. That's the movie that was released. But I have a problem with that. You have no problem with her being the strong character and her being turned into a fangirl that just fucks Batman? No, that I makes didn't, both characters look bad. That's, I didn't like I that part because that, that didn't follow was... the book. I just wanted the book. The that's fine. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. But I'm, what I'm saying is that that's what happens when you get, depending on the director or the writer of the film and how they interpret the material from the page to the screen. So that's because of that. Because you could have another director, another writer that simply doesn't word for word from the book and it's a great film better because it didn't have that nonsense of Batgirl and all that when I saw that but scene in the animated movie interpretation like it depends on you need the right I, director but you, right you everything. especially you you're very into this pro like strong woman character and you oh did here I we go but do you no no but do you think it's a good but you're saying that no what I'm saying is that that was that particular director's choice to do that. He didn't need to do that, but he did that. And so, but I'm not saying that but the my, film is a great film. But my thing is, that. but my thing is like, you guys are not seeing you, but like the general, the general consensus right now is that we were talking about how the animated films are like so much better, but then you release a movie that pretty much <laughs> takes one of the strong female characters in Batman and t- turns her into like this puppy love strung girl and you were okay with that like we think uh, that makes not, it a good no, movie i wasn't talking i was when i when i let me clarify my statement what i meant that's was that's more of a uh, there's a cinema there's an anime universe like consisting of just league war throne of atlantis and a bunch of other ones that the killing joke wasn't a part of but in that universe like it's a straight to DVD set. Like like the universe is amazing, great storytelling. How even Casey loves uh, Justice League more, <laughs> and it is such a well done. Say it again. 
That Wonder Woman movie was great. The one, what was the one that had a uh, Supergirl with uh, Batman and Superman? That oh, they, um, fought, was like, it Apocalypse? Apocalypse. That was great. That was a solid movie. Yeah, they're yeah, they do such great in the anime. And yes, we're killing joke. Everything. Like, I wish instead of doing everything leading up, I wish they did uh, everything after Killing Joke. Like, so start with Killing Joke and go as great from page to page as you as they did when they got to that when they got to the actual book, and then afterward maybe do the story of how Oracle like Oracle begins. That would have been so much better. I trust me, I did not like the first thirty minutes. I, if I put it on, I fast forward that and I go right to the actual Killing Joke story. I don't know. I just think that in terms of the animated film. I agree yes, with so you. That be- they're good. It's just I that really rubbed me the wrong way. I don't think I've like and then I'm not really I think interested. I think you're just trying to imply that they have a stronger overall narrative than uh, Well yeah, I mean I would yeah, if you're gonna say that the yeah, I guess the animated films are better, but I don't think they're you know it's like it's the same like thing that. with like it's the just, cinema, same thing with the animated movies, the same thing with like the T V shows that they're doing. Like they just have a stronger overall like like there seems to be a better creative team behind them than what we uh, uh, But I, I do think Marvel TV is still better than DC TV. DC TV is good, but it's not better mm. than Marvel. I don't think. Uh, see, I think. Oh, so here's the problem. You're probably going to get on me for this. I think they're so different that it's hard for me to like compare them. Like no, they're like that. they're night and day. I agree with you there. I I just in terms of overall quality yeah they're both really good i don't know i just feel like i enjoy marvel tv a little better i, was I don't know like marvel arrow Netflix. arrow in its peak like season two arrow is like so good like really really this really good. the past two seasons of arrow have been excellent i've loved, yeah it made, like, i mean they, it almost lost a lot of fans so there was like one real bad season like real bad uh, like, yeah I, that was like, a cool season yeah yeah i almost checked out then too but they really made up for it in the last two but you know, and like some people didn't like season three of the uh, the Flash. Like they thought it was it was less. There wasn't enough humor, and it got kind of serious. Uh, that's another example of you know, like, is, have... is that character supposed to be like super angsty and like serious, or is it supposed to be lighter than like say Arrow? Uh, I think that's yeah, why it's supposed to be people, lighter. Yeah, so that's why a lot of people don't like season three of Flash because it you know it got a little bit more serious. But you know, it's okay. yeah. But I actually think they're doing a much better job on TV than they are with the movie side. So yeah. And it's baffling. It's like, it blows my mind. And it's just like, and the fact that they can't like, just be like, hey, like, if this is working on TV, and we should maybe like, put them in the movies or like, have them work on the movies. I don't know. It just seems like it makes You have a built-in audience from the TV shows. I don't know why you don't use that. I guess because they just want to tell different stories. Like I said, I'm hoping, like, the one thing that they could do since there's so many different uh, crossovers in the TV world, is maybe even just at one point when Ezra Miller's running and he's doing his time, he's like, sees through the time uh, force or speed force, then he sees uh, Grant Gus and just have that moment. I've said that from the beginning, just to show like it's parallel universes. And maybe one day have Crisis on all Earths, where a bunch of Earths all come together because you have Supergirl on Earth 10, you know, they're introducing Earth, Earth X in the crossover. They have Earth One, Earth Two, that, and then whatever Earth that the DCU is supposed to be on, and they're doing Elseworlds in the movies with the Joker origin, having a different Joker and everything. So they're already interested in doing Elseworlds, so you can have so much fun yeah. with everything. Like DC has so much fun 
storylines you can do with so many different worlds. And I was saying to Casey the other day, I'm like, they're so good at uh, trilogies, the Dark Knight trilogy, the first three Supermans, although the third one is not good, but I, it's when they try to go further. You know, you, you look at, uh, as much as I do, in, like you, David, I do enjoy Batman and Robin, and I do enjoy watching it. It is not good, but it's when it's almost as if whenever they try to build a universe, that's when it starts to get iffy. So it's almost like stick to your trilogies, and if you don't want to keep doing the DCU, give each character a little trilogy. Like you know, you can have, and that way you can have fun with all the characters. And if you want to have like little things that show the other ones, that's cool too. But just maybe keep with DC Elseworlds and see where that can go. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we'll end up seeing what happens, but. The future is yet to be seen when it comes to DC. Hopefully, we they pick up they pick up the slack and get better. So I think they will. So Ryan, before we go, do you want to plug your shit? Um, anyone wants to go check out Spin Rack? Me and uh, my lovely fiance do a show, Spin Cycle, every other week. Actually, hey, this week we. David says hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, this week we normally video. Um, but this week we're actually going to do audio. That way, if people want to play a game or they want, or if they're driving and they want to listen instead of having to watch, we are actually going to do audio for the first time. We last episode we have our very special guest Jenny, who was an amazing guest. Thank you again for coming on. I'm um, so excited to be there. It was so much fun having you. Like we definitely got to do it again in the future. Um, we also have our little fun off-play spin rack vaping chug, which is if you're into vaping, beer, if you're into anything you smoke or drink, we talk and we BS there. But if you're just pure into comics, stick with spin rack. We have our Instagram, it's spin, spin underscore rack. And we have our Twitter, Facebook. We're working on a YouTube so we can put all the videos and everything because I do spoilers, um, which I'm probably going to do uh, an all-encompass of so far in the season. And we're going to just have so much fun with that. But, yeah, go check out all of our platforms. A lot of fun. And, David, I want to see you on very soon so we can talk Flash. All right. Sounds good. And I also want to thank everyone that listened in live today. Uh, Mixer, uh, especially who's left. Uh, Jeremy, Chris, and <laughs> Jose, thanks for staying for the uh, Phil was the, on. The majority. Alex. I don't care about Alex. Uh, Phil, yeah, Phil thanks for Alex. joining us. <laughs> Next week we'll be back and then uh it's, it's Thanksgiving Tail Watch Thanksgiving week already. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there this week. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to happy everybody. Talking. We're gonna soon uh look back at the twenty year anniversary of Titanic. She is very excited for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait to uh, look back on that. <laughs> Me too. All four hours. Wait, do you think it's awful? I don't know why. Gee, do you think it's awful or do you just think it's overrated? I don't think it's a good movie. I think okay. it's technically okay. I think there's some technical stuff about it. I think the acting is kind of bad. I think the script's kind of bad. But like that's just me. Jen? I think I didn't get caught up in the, you know. Leo's no. perfection. No, he's terrible in the That's movie. That's all I'll say. He's not good. You're so no, stupid, bro. So stupid. Um, <laughs> to ten years, Jen, he is perfect. Christian wants everyone to know. Fuck the Titanic. Spoiler. Oh, <laughs> Christian is on oh. the boat today, huh? The boat I sinks. Know. I agree with Spoilers. him. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic is that movie I saw once, and I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It has a good score. I saw it five times yeah. in the theaters. 
Damn. You saw that movie five times? That's, that's like set. That's, a set. Dude, that's, that's almost like that's 12 hours. That's a, that <laughs> is, in the words of Christian, that is time. I will you never might as well get back. Some, uh, but uh, it was totally check for worth the it for Leonardo DiCaprio. Chris Chin. And that handprint scene. We all know what we're talking about. Makes that's it. not even a hot scene. Uh, <laughs> it makes no sense. It works for The us. way they're set up in that, in that, um. Works for me. In that car, that, that, there's no way she could stretch out like that. I agree, but you oh, know what, I also like Billy, Billy Zane too. I'm gonna give him credit. Billy Zane is a good heel there. He's a good. He's a good. He, I, he's awesome in that movie. Wasn't he's he so Phantom? Oh, yeah, that... he was Phantom. I like Kathy Bates <laughs> in the movie too. Who? Oh, Kathy Bates is great. Yeah, it has a really good cast though. I mean, Victor Garber's in it. There's a lot of good people. The Butler from Richie Rich is in it. Um, who else? Oh yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his name, but yeah. Not even God himself. I mean, December, we're going to look back at our Christmas movies. We should look back at the, We should concentrate an episode on Macaulay Culkin's time as Richie Rich and The Good Son. That was a good movie. <laughs> the Good Son's good. Yeah, it is good. Well, Richie Rich was she's a terrible You think she's a terrible mother? She just chooses oh, to like, keep Elijah Wood it's over. What yes, you? let him go. He was evil. Let him off the. Let have him you fall seen The Good Son, I Jen? I have not. Oh, I don't want to spoil it then. Oh, The oh, Good sorry. Son. The, the, uh, to take the words of G, the good son is low-key good. It is. It's like, it kind of like, have you seen The Bad Seed? No. It's kind of like, yeah. The Bad Seed is like a movie about like a, a little girl who's like just really evil. Like really, really evil. Child? No, no, no. This is well, not like no. Pro, pro, pro. The good son is nothing <laughs> the bad child. It's not a comedy. Uh, like, that scene in The Good Son where he like t- tells his sister to go in like the fucking, the thin ice. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's so evil. If like I let you movie? go, you think you can fly? It's not, it's not really <laughs> like a, the Omen. No, like a, no, 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 it's not supernatural. He's like, it's a thriller though. He's just like a terrible kid. Oh, a terrible kid. And, like, and Elijah oh, Wood. Elijah, Elijah Wood is so precocious and innocent that it's like it's a good like kind of like dichotomy between the two of them. He's like you're gonna be Frodo one day. <laughs> and, and Macaulay Culkin's gonna not be much. Not be. Frodo. Oh, well, he got to be. He got to be with Mila Kunis for like years somehow. So weird. Macaulay Culkin and Mila Kunis were a thing. Yeah, for yeah, like six years. Long time. Damn. What? That's for weird. A long time. Wait, back would when you, he was doing nothing. Would you <laughs> all would you be all about now so if we're talking holiday films for a second? Would you be about like them doing another home alone, but like Macaulay Culkin's the parent this time? Nah, you mean remake it? Not remake it. Like make it a sequel. Like bring it back as a sequel. <laughs> kind of like Creed and then like um oh, what's the he other would, one? You could do it though. I was it wouldn't work. Do we see him as paternal though? I don't know if he, well, I don't think he'd do it. That's a thing. Yeah. But it, like, if it's it's an idea, no. Christian says no. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. Well, he though. looks fondly on it though. I think he like he did the commentary for like the anniversary Blu-ray or DVD, whatever. Man, he like, had no he'd had no career if it wasn't for that movie. He better look on it fondly. I would say it'd be pretty fucked up because he he lived his childhood of being left behind and he got traumatized with that, and then he goes and does the same thing to his kid. That's basically what the movie will be about, right? Yeah. And then it turned age. into like, the psychological I, drama of him like dealing with like, like thinking about like all the time he, that, that he was left alone. That I mean, he just turned into this movie dark. Yeah. <laughs> Not well, the first, I the first one's already kind of dark. Like his family, his family is awful. I don't. His family is god downright awful. They treat him like crap. Now he's annoying and he's kind of spoiled, whatever. But they treat him like crap. <laughs> yeah. No. The funny yeah, thing no. is, like, you look back as an adult. What the hell did his, his father do? They can afford that house, and he can afford to take everyone to Paris. Everyone to, like, freaking well, Paris? Paid for him, no. He paid. No, Kevin I thought died. the brother that worked no, that in cheap, Paris. No, that cheap ass? No, that's the other uncle. That's, like, 
her sister, her brother. I'd like hate the mom's I'd brother. hate him as my family. But uh, the dad's brother <laughs> works in Paris, and he paid for them to do a whole trip. Okay, good. Because there's no, like... But I like Home Alone 2 a little bit better. Because it's in New York, and you get to see all of New York City. It's not a very good movie. No, it's, it's pretty good. What, Home Alone 2? I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Fun. I actually like it I don't way think better. it was good. I think it was fun. Yeah, I mean, fuck. it's a fake movie, but like... It's- actually, did you know that uh, Home Alone is actually rotten on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up what there with Hook, man. Uh, Hook is rotten, It's too. like low te- teens, I think. But it's not rotten. Hook? Yes, it is. Hook, Hook is also Hook rotten, rotten, which I don't get. Wait, what movie's rotten? H- Hook? Oh, I love Hook. Oh, I love Hook. Hook is like... I, love I mean, I mean if, if the own if the director doesn't even support it, how do you expect critics to support it? I guess. Actually, no, I'm lying. Home Alone Two is at sixty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Home Alone Two probably is. Home like Alone Two low, is right? twenty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not that much worse. I mean, worse. I mean, it's not even bad. I love, I love Christian. It. Wa- Christian no, I... gave the idea of uh, maybe he can be the robber this time. Macaulay Culkin. Uh, Kevin is the robber. <laughs> he, tur- he turned. He <laughs> turned. God damn. <laughs> I thought your version was dark. Awesome, though. <laughs> I like that actually. <laughs> and you can pull like Joe Pesci out of retirement. Kid. Kid. Right, booby trap versus booby trap. Now my thing: if if you're gonna do another Home Alone, and you got to bring all these fucking people back, the whole family. Are they, what, what are all these fucking like actors doing? Well, well, the dad, the dad's dead in real life. Well, yeah. Oh, John well, Heard. Yeah. John Heard. Oh, yeah. Sorry about being a dumb. But if you get Catherine O'Hara, who I love. I would be all right with just having her. Like fucking Bud, he's the worst brother like of all time. Here's a premise. <laughs> so Macaulay Culkin's the the robber, robbing the kid whose dad was a kid from Home Alone three. No, Home Alone three is <gasps> hot, garbage. hot garbage. With but Alex E. Lynn. What does he do? Why do we know? Why do I know that? Wait, why? Parrot like helps. Doesn't the parrot help? Oh yeah, he's and is he the kid liar? I think so. Yeah. I think Ryan, and one fine day. Ryan's tuned out. He's like, I'm done. I don't want to talk about <laughs> no, that. Jin, Jin would I know one fine day. <laughs> I there... love one fine day. It's so he good. Would know. <laughs> With Mae Whitman. Michelle Pfeiffer and George Clooney before George Clooney had like a real film career. And actually, Christian said earlier that uh, Batman is George Clooney in real life. I, we, we said that. Oh, well. Yeah. Just reminding yeah. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Alex D. Linz was uh, the voice of young Tarzan. Um, oh. uh, that's about it. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, he's in Red Dragon. Oh, yeah, he's in Max Feeble's Big Move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did, anyone, did anyone see that? No? No. No, no we didn't. Okay. But, uh, oh, and he was on ER. But not. <laughs> and Bounce with uh, Ben Affleck and Gwyneth Paltrow. And then uh, uh, Pete and Pete, the guy from Pete and Pete, is in that is Home Alone. So he's not doing anything but doing. Comedy. Oh, he's one of the. He's uh, <laughs> He might be up to stuff. Mm. He's out there. And they bring in. Wait, he's the least. He's, he's the least successful of the Pete's, right? Yeah, Danny Tamborelli's like. So Danny, because he went out, he ended up on all that. Out. Yeah. Oh, figure it out is my jam, or it was. Oh yeah, love that show. Sure, why not? You never watched you know it. No. With Summer Sanders? Are you Summer serious? Sanders. Don't make it sound like we're lame because we like figured yeah, it out. Yeah, it's a horrible name. You, you couldn't get some swimmer turned Nickelodeon host. Yeah, she was the host, and you had to like guess what these kids invented based on clues. Guess what? Yeah, Shut up. Yeah, Lori Beth Zemberg was on that too. Amanda was she? Bynes. Yeah, they had all the Nickelodeon stars. They had all the Nickelodeon people. Amanda Bynes was on it. And then you get slimed. 
different I've thing. I've seen yeah. Gerudo. No. Why are you talking? Uh, oh, more excited. For- before we go, before we go, I, I now that we're talking about like these fucking old '90s movies getting remade, do you see like them remaking the Mighty Ducks and Charlie Conway's the coach? What they're remaking Mighty Ducks. Uh, no, they're, not, they're not remaking Mighty. No, Ducks. I'm just saying. Like, oh, actually, but speaking of '90s movies, what news broke this week regarding to a '90s Nickelodeon show? Oh, are you afraid of the dark? Oh, might be made into a movie. Dark. That could be really, oh, really good. Yeah, the it screenwriter. But it the it screenwriter is writing it, but like. Are you afraid of the dark is like an anthology, so like it should be like I wonder how they I wonder how they would do well, this. I don't like how they did Goose Wars, I guess. That's, that's such a that has well, a franchise movie that was they do trash. Christian wants everyone to know that Charlie Conway's a fucking scrub. Damn. Shout out to Christian for beefing with everybody. Yo, what's Christian wrong with Charlie Conway? We should have him on the show. Yeah, Christian, <laughs> we're gonna have to get <laughs> you on here. Everybody. Charlie Conway's not a scrub though. He's no Adam Banks, but you know, he's not a scrub. Wait, was Charlie Conway and Pacey? Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, there we go. All right, all right. Dawson's Creek, boom. Frosted tips. <laughs> frosted tips. He had frosted. He had frosted that tips was in the Urban Legend. Worst hair. And then his <laughs> hair in Urban Legend was horrible. In Urban Legend, and he had he had oh, the same hair in uh, Cruel Intentions. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Pacey, what were you doing? Uh, <laughs> oh man! Somehow we get into this, into nineties television. <laughs> It's always. always my fault. I'm sorry. At least <laughs> <laughs> Christian's like I Banks. I have to Buffy in a hot minute. Christian is like Banks is so much better. It's not even close. Conway gets fucking benched in every movie. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he does actually. I never even noticed that. We're gonna call him Hot Take Chris. Yeah, Hot Take Chris. <laughs> Hashtag Hot Take Hot Take Chris. Number one. Uh, Indiana Jones. Number one stunt man. There you go. <laughs> No, because he was a he was a volunteer in the Indiana Jones stunt show when we went to WrestleMania this year. Disney World. Shout out to you. All right, so this was a fun-filled episode. Ryan, thanks for joining us this week. Thanks for everyone that thanks for everyone that listening. Uh, Share your comments if you like this episode and what you thought of Justice League and what you think of the DC Marvel War over the last like thirty forty years. And if you want to hear it again, this episode will be on iTunes tomorrow. Yeah. Apple Podcasts. All right. Stitcher. Rate, share, and subscribe, people. All right. Thanks for everyone. Special shout out to Chris Chin, too. I've got to throw him in yeah, there. Yeah, special shout out to Chris Chin. You know, like... Special shout out to Chris Chin. <laughs> so always, we've got to do our typical, our typical mention. Shout out to Alina. Shout out to Lori. There's no comic book movie set in the hood, so she just, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, she thought you were a blade, bro. I'm here. Oh, that's what it's like for you guys to be vampires. That's so funny. I always wonder, I always wonder how you would look if you were in Twilight. <laughs> and now I, know. now I know. You have a sword. <laughs> All right. Oh, happy happy Thanksgiving to you guys and happy Thanksgiving to everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Good stuff, kids. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalking at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real. Thank you.